Hello and welcome to episode 96 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast, where today we discuss Malifaux's Gaining Grounds 2018. Welcome to the third in a series of Malifaux podcasts from the Critical Twits. Last time we discussed the Errata, the time before that we discussed our first proper tournament, and today we're going to be talking about Gaining Grounds 2018. I'm Brian Ellis. I'm Aronovitsky. And I'm Joy Lewin. And between us we play every single faction in the game, so we've got you covered. You can pick your favourite based on what factions we play. I play Guild, Neverborn and Outcasts. Now I'm playing Gremlins and Ten Funders. And I'm playing Arcanists and Resurrectionists. So hopefully we'll be able to give you a nice overview of Gaining Grounds 2018. But I hear you cry through the wires and cables and presumably some kind of pipe of the internet. What is Gaining Grounds 2018? One of my glamorous assistants will now explain. Completely <laughs> <laughs> really using the internet coming through a pipe. <laughs> Steampunk internet, fuck yeah. yes. <laughs> Sure. (laughs) So, uh, Gaining Grounds 2018 is the new set of scheme and strategies that have been released in 2018 for Malifaux. Um, For those of you that aren't really aware, the original book had schemes and strategies in. Yeah. And then 2016, 2017, 2018, I believe are the three that they have released. Yes. I don't think there was a 2015 or a before one, are updates. So, this is intended to make the tournament scene better. It is intended to make your general games better and to reflect what abilities and stuff is going on. Um, a great example of that, which we'll get to later uh, for specifics, is summoned models aren't as powerful anymore because there's a lot of summons going on in Malifaux. And at the summon, summoning was kind of dominating the competitive scene a little bit. It was, mm. and so that kind of potentially has dropped off now, which mm. I like. Yeah, so we talked about the errata last week as a way of kind of balancing the the game and and keeping things fresh and mixing it up. I can't think of another game that routinely changes the way you win and your victory conditions in this way. No. No. We've uh, played a lot of other games. We've played pretty much everything Games Workshop's ever released. Uh, Please forgive us, we're better now. Well, 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 (laughs) that's not true anymore. Oh, they've moved on. Since we gave up on them, yeah, yeah like because like there's there's like underworld and all that kind of thing, things with hexes and yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Um, we played Warmer Hordes. We, we did. dabbled with for, other bits for of a fair pieces. while. We played War Machine actually. Yeah, um, yeah, dabbled in this and that and the other. Well, me and Colin had relics stuff for a while. Tried yeah. that. That was dabbled with right. Infinity. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, yeah, you guys did, didn't you? Yeah. You weren't interested at all. No. Um, I think I only watched that game, but yeah, it seemed yeah. right. I mean, I've looked at plenty of other systems, like Flames of War and everything, and but it didn't have enough dragons or wizards in it. So. I, and I know who wins. Flames so of War makes me anxious, and I will now explain why. Because <laughs> yeah. you agree with Colin's previous sentiment. From the end of last <laughs> podcast, no. no. Um, Flames of War upsets me the, the same way that going and playing Airsoft upset me um, yeah. when we used to go, in that... I 
can't paint my models the colours I want because people will go, oh, that's the Finnish uh, tanks didn't have that particular type of camouflage until 1943, and that particular tank was mm. actually stopped production and all of them had been destroyed by 1942. For the people that genuinely would come up to us and go, oh, you're wearing British camo and using an American gun. I'm here to have fun. Last week I ran around in trench coat with two pistols because it was fun. I, I, yeah. Me and Colin used to go in camouflage shorts and T-shirts um, that looked as communist as possible and pretend to be Cuban revolutionaries with our AK-47s <laughs> and had great time until apparently the other kids didn't like it. That's why I don't play airsoft anymore. Yeah. I just cry and masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about the times that were. Tears are lube. So, yeah, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the strategies and then the schemes in the order that they appear in the Malifaux app. Yes. Yeah. If you want to know how we feel about the Manifold app, listen to the last episode because we talked about it a little bit in there. We did. At some point, we may have moved it around for purposes of clarity. We may not have. Yeah. It's the um, beginning and or the end. Yeah. Yes, it's in there somewhere. <laughs> um, so you can follow along, you can read um, and such like. Uh, we're probably going to talk about them. I have played all of them now, I do believe. Um, oh no, I haven't played one of the strategies. Joe, you've played most of the Marin. You've not. You've had a dabble. I've had, yeah, I've had one. Yeah. one um, so we've got a little bit of practical experience behind it. We didn't want to just record our first feelings. We wanted to have a go at some of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, hence why we're later than all the other podcasts because we're the best and we bring you hot takes backed up with practical knowledge. <laughs> so for those who don't know, you will have one strategy that everyone plays. Mm -hmm. uh, both players play and are um, trying to score and then you'll have a selection of schemes so these there will only be one at a time available yeah. so we're not going to talk necessarily how they interact um, with each other we may talk later about how we see the schemes interacting with the strategies and similar yeah so first one ply for information mm. uh, knowing your opponent is half the battle on any turn after the first non-peon peon models may take a one interact action uh, targeting an enemy model they gain gathered intel um, and once they have gathered intel they can't then have intel gathered on them mm-hmm um, and then at the end of each turn after the first, whoever's got the most gathered intel gets a point. Yep. And then everyone loses the ability. You also mm. lose the condition. Yes. Because yeah. um, it's important that it is a condition. Yes. Um, if you suffer severe damage. Yes. Yeah. And that's an interesting kind of little twist on it because yeah. I... Played this at the tournament and didn't get any severe damage on any of my models to, to remove it. I then played Aaron and he beat the shit out of me. Yes. <laughs> and then he said, not. <laughs> no, Sean Connery kind of way. Uh, yeah, you, you, you beat up my models and, and I lost the yeah. condition. I, I specifically me, so. picked things that were going to get mm. bonuses to attack so I could get e Extra flips and, yeah. and such like, yeah. Um, I quite like this. Yeah. yeah. Um, it encourages you to get close because you have to be engaged with models to do it. So it kind of gets you together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and the thing I like about it most is that only one person can score each turn. Yes. Which is interesting because there have been some of those before. I think we're seeing more of them where we're kind of competing yeah, for the points. Yeah. Um, what's interesting is, so it's every turn after the first. The after the first. So let's say we get to turn five and I've scored four points from it. Mm -hmm. If you have a sixth turn, you flip the right card. 
I can no longer score because I've maxed yeah. out my points, but the other person still could, so I yes. still have an incentive to stop yes. them. So that's interesting. Yeah, keeps in the interaction and of going. I'm, yeah. I like that we are moving more and more towards these um, strategies that mean you can't perfect score. Yeah. So you, n- both people can't get 10. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I think that's a very good move on their part. Yeah, because uh, it, it, it gives you a bit more freedom in the tournament chartings and things. Yes, there's less likely to be draws. It, there is also, it makes it a much higher stakes game with the strategy. Because yeah. if you could both score it, now there are still ones in here that you can both score, mm-hmm. but it means it's going to be a lot less bloody and potentially a lot less confrontational if you can both kind of just bugger off and do your things on the side and not really interfere with each other. There has been previous ones where that has... I've played and watched games where people yeah. have basically gone, OK, we're both going to score this. But you just sat there waving at each other from across yeah. the table. Yeah. We can't, yeah. I know others can score this, so these other scheme, uh, strategies that we've got in place, schemes yeah. we've got in place, so we'll just score this for this turn and then pursue it out yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. You have your two table quarters, I'll have mine, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but pushing I mean, people to actually engage yeah. and everything is good. Um, um, What kind of models do we think are going to be good at this? Fast models are great because you can run in and go, ha ha, like anything with nimble because you get an extra move. Reckless. Um, Reckless. (laughs) Masters are good at this because they can charge and And still get the tile. Ping one off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, that sounds rude. (laughs) Tanks. People like Joss that can run in and go, or just walk up and go, boom, I'll have some intel, and then sit there going, but I can survive that. Especially anything that can reduce the possibility of severe damage being put. Yeah, anything with hard to kill, etc. Hard to to, to wound, sorry. Hard to wound. Hard hard to wound, impossible to wound, especially. Yeah, anything that's survivable, because if you kill a model with a condition before the turn ends, it doesn't count, it doesn't score it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I used Rafikin at the tournament under Joe's uh, supervision. It was your, not Rafikin, he looks like him. I used <laughs> Dr. Grimwell at the tournament who can nimble in and he just kept grabbing, he grabbed the condition. Well, he's great because he's hard to break away from. Yes, so he gets a positive to keep you in place. Yeah. Um, which means, because if you're locked in combat with someone but there's a model over there that hasn't got gathered intel, being able to walk away for one, mm-hmm. take your disengaging strike, wiggle free and then go and grab a point. He's yeah. good and he gets his bonus, so he's a bit yeah. of a pain. Um, so, yeah, so there's lots of different ways to kind of theme your crew to this one. Mm. And it feels like the kind of strategy where you're like, actually, I need to think about what I'm taking. You need survivable models that are going to get up close to things. Yes. Or you need models that can pull your things back. Mm. So the captain for Arcanists is really good because so one of your models walks over and goes, haha, I'll have some intel. If they've already activated the thing that's gotten close or something else and mm. it's safe for an activation, the captain then comes caught and pulls you back away from the front lines. Yeah. Yeah. So you've so, got your points and but you don't have yeah. all the things. Um, yeah. A model I'll always take with this, I mm-hmm. think. It's a model I nearly always take anyway for Neverborn is the Doppelganger. Yeah. And the reason for that is not because it can interact mm. freely, because anyone can do the interact, but because I can cheat initiative. Getting initiative first yeah. and gave, Ooh, getting yes. that model that's surrounded by enemies and yeah. going, haha, I've gathered intel first. Yeah. Screw you guys. Do you know who else is very good? Lilitu. Yeah. Because you perform a one interact action on a model they are engaged with. Four inch. And she's got a four range. inch engagement. So she can walk up and go, boop, and then walk away. <laughs> 
without ever getting close enough for them to retaliate. Yeah. Ulex has a Ulex, four inch engagement yeah. as well, which I didn't realise until the other day. Yeah, four, or four inch cast range on the attack. So doesn't that increase his engagement range for the action? Because that won't count. Oh yeah, because he's not engaged with it. I don't. Yeah, if he Ooh. if he can attack at extended ranges, that's yeah. fine. But he's not engaging them if it's a bonus during the action. It's the standard melee range. Oh, it's a, it's a standard. Oh, you just got a standard. He has claws for. Well, he's cast for, but it's, it's cast for with claws. It has the claw symbol. So, yeah. Let's look it up because we can we can edit for for shininess rather than sounding like we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we'll start again. Another one that's good is. Yeah, if need be. Right. Gremlins. It's, is it on one of his upgrades? No, it's a, sta- it's a standard attack. What, slop him up? Yeah, range four. Yeah. Jesus. Four melee, so yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool, so yeah, he's really good for that. Yeah. Um, Just why well, I had that advantage. Com- conversation we had um, when I was playing. Let, let, let's assume Aaron and I are playing a game. Mm-hmm. I hope you lose horribly. Um, at the end of turn two, we've both got two models with gather intel. Mm. What happened? Well, we, we spent <laughs> ten minutes looking on a phone trying to figure out what happens during a draw. Really? Well, there's no. There's a full stop in an awkward place, and yeah. it can be read in different ways. So we don't. We, we we figured that if both crews got the same amount of um, models with gathered intel yeah. on, that it, you've got a draw, so nobody scores it, yeah. so nothing yeah. gets removed. So you stay with the the intel no, because yeah. of where the full stop is because it says at the end of every turn after the first if a crew a has, crew has yeah. models then yeah. it earns victory points then yeah. remove the gathered intel condition yeah. from every model right. in play so but if the, somebody's scoring no, then remove no at the end of every turn after the first <laughs> if a crew has more models in play with the gathered intel commission than the opposing crew it gains a victory point full stop then after checking that you remove it. So it goes away at the end of every turn regardless of if it's scored, but you only score if you have more. So a draw will get no points, but the gathered information will still go away. I've just been doing a bit of research on yeah. the internet, and I can't find... It, it's maybe just us It has popped up, and yeah. as far as I'm aware, that is the, it, the, the intention is... And yeah. the way, to me, the way it's formatted because of the full stop, which separates the two things from happening, is generally the way these templating things go. Mm-hmm. So because there is a full stop, it makes that the removal separate from the scoring. So I think this one's shit because we can't agree on how it works. <laughs> no, the, the, the if, the only if in there is whether or not you get a victory point. The issue is it's debatable. Yeah, yeah. That, See, I, that, I, I, without, in the without, tournament, I played it the way that we did it and we played it that way. Yeah, as well, no, that's Aaron, fair. So... Um, that that isn't wouldn't be my interpretation of it. Yeah. Now, obviously, so, these will get adjusted and yeah, writers yeah. and FAQs and stuff will come out to, to say it. Um, I would be surprised if it works that way, mm-hmm. personally, just because I think their intention is to make it exciting every round. And yeah. I think you lose that excitement if things carry over. See, I didn't feel that we were losing the excitement. I felt it added to it because you were having to think about different models to the ones that are already in that kind of scenario. Well, you think about different things, but the the excitement is I need to get initiative so I can get that condition. Yeah. In my mind, they've gathered some intelligence. Yeah. Does that go away? When you score the point, are you like sending it back to someone? You're releasing yeah, yeah. a pigeon up. With, yeah, yeah, but you're, surely you're doing that anyway. Because you don't go, I'm not going to give my information back because they've got some too. Yeah, no, actually, no, that, makes, yeah. that makes more yeah, sense. Equally, yeah, equally, yeah. Each turn you are going, fuck, get the information out, get the mm. information out, get the information out. 
you're not gaining an advantage if you're doing it equally, but you are still getting rid of it. Yeah. From a thematic point of view. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So the next one is hours. Um, you divide the table into four 18 by 18 table quarters. Uh, with yes. a score. Yeah, yeah. You straight away cut your table up. You move them into separate rooms. Yeah. So even if you're playing flank deployment or corner deployment, yes. you do not do divide the game, the thing. No. By Ta- corner to table corner. Table quarters are always horizontal, vertical. Yeah. Right. That is Which I you... haven't always realised in some of my. No. Yes. Yeah, same. That yeah. is how you do table quarters. Now, the only thing that changes based on your deployment is the centre line. Yeah. Because that will depend on where you are deploying. Yeah. But the quarters are the quarters that they are. Cool. Well, that makes that a lot easier. Because we yes, it does. Yeah. Um, or I'm technically over this slight bit. So maybe oh, I'm in this corner. Oh, but then actually it's this way now, not yeah. that. Yeah. Bollocks to all that. You can you can happily set your terrain up with that in mind yeah. for a tournament. Yeah. And not have to go, oh, if the deployment's that, then it's change, bugged yeah. about. And that, that, yeah. that bit terrain's awkward. And all That's this. something that has always annoyed me. And I think I've just been doing wrong for years. Yeah, potentially. Um, So, at the end of every turn after the first, add up the soulstone cost of all friendly non-peon models in each table quarter. And the important bit here, not counting any models that were summoned during the game. Yeah. Or summoned this game. If you summoned them in a previous game, but you bought them this game, they're okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Because it does specifically say summoned this This game. game. It does, yeah. (laughs) Just in case someone might try and argue that with you. Weird levels of pedantry coming into Malifaux tournaments. So, (laughs) so no time traveling, time traveling models that have been summoned in different games and then made it onto your table. Uh, Fine, Fine. yeah, cool. Cool. So those, so models that aren't peons and weren't summoned that are not within six of the center of the table. So it's a six-inch zone. uh, Well, a twelve-inch circle in the middle of of the board. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh, because it's a radius, not a diameter. The crew with the highest soulstone cost within each table quarter controls it. Yeah. And again, another big thing for this strategy, masters and non-master models with a cost of zero count as having a cost of ten. Yeah, and we'll talk about that in a second. We will. So if a crew contains at least two table quarters, controls at least two table quarters, and you don't contain them within a crew, um, (laughs) you gain a victory point. So this is one that both players can score. Yeah. But they'd have to. You'd have to each have two quarters. Yes, you never. And would. That's it. Yeah, so never show you meet. <laughs> yeah, and a little, well, no, you, you can you can meet. But the temptation just to wander into their thing and pack up their scoring because yeah, yeah. you want to win the game. Yeah. yeah. The, the other so thing I did bad. didn't. Sorry, I did miss out when reading through. Is that they can't be within other table quarters. Yeah, so, so you have to wholly be within one. You, so can't, you can't be on the line. You can't yeah. straddle the line. You cannot. If you straddle, you are stricken from the scoring. <laughs> Don't hold the line. <laughs> Don't do that. You just did a Nazi salute, mate. (laughs) The people couldn't see. Shit. (laughs) Sorry, Adolf. Carry on. Right. So I like this. Mm. Mm. Um, It's fine. It's replaced Reconnoiter. Yeah. Which did it work? It worked in a similar fashion, but it was number of models, not. Yes. Yeah. Uh, It was was number of models and you could. And it, which basically just meant people like Ramos that went, yeah. oh, look at me shitting out spiders. Yeah, because summoned oh models count. Yes, yeah. they did. Um, I, I played it quite a lot of times when I was playing <laughs> 10 Thunder and it was like, I can't yeah. really all, do it, much with this. It penalised the crap out of Elite Crews, yeah. which was rubbish. Yeah. And, and I mean, out activation was a big thing before. Yeah, yeah. So it's becoming less so. We talked a little bit about it in the Errata. Stuff, stuff like Hamlin, stuff like Ramos, <laughs> Nicodem were just mm. disgustingly good at those. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas they're not now. Yeah, I mean, it's, if you... Looking at Hamlin, the buying the two boxes to have a Hamlin crew. 
Mm-hmm. And and getting twelve rats and yeah. sometimes and going, going. I haven't got enough rats. Yeah, yeah, it's disgraceful. Um, so that's really cool. So yes. what models do we reckon are good at this? Well, you had a really good thing I hadn't thought of, but you told me earlier, so I'll let you say it so cool. you can get the glory. So there is... I'll, I'll mention the one I mentioned, yes. and then you can mention the one you rec- realised after it. Yes. Jacob Lynch. Yes. And I looked at you, I was like, well, what on earth are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he's doing right now. Yeah. Right, it's really good in this. Okay. So... The, the the way to win this scenario is to mm-hmm. kill opposing models that were hired. Yes. Right? Jacob Lynch is shit hot at killing people. Yeah, he's a good killing master. So, but but so are lots of people, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, the important bit is masters and non-master models with a cost of zero count, count as ten. Yeah, which confused me because I don't know many non-master models. Like the Hungering Darkness counts as zero. Is a zero-cost model. Because you get him for free when you hire a Lynch. Right. Yeah. So, so you've now got 20 points for nothing. Fucking hell. Yeah. In, with <laughs> so you, a master... You've got ten, an extra 10 points potentially on top of yeah. your opponent. Yeah. With a master that's good at murdering stuff. Yeah. So he he's, as far as I can see, really fucking good at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other... The main other master that becomes really good at it, Brian, is... Well, I'm just making sure I'm not... No, you're not. You are correct. I am correct. You are correct. Are you sure? Yes. 100%. <laughs> yes. Because I'm, I'm genuinely worried. Is she a master? She has no cast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's brilliant. it. Doesn't matter if whatever, anything yeah. else she's got on there. Yeah. She's not a peon. She doesn't have a cost yeah. of zero. <laughs> she has no cost. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, no, okay. she counts. Yeah, for I, all I intents and purposes, as far as I am aware, because the internet went about this. Well, I think based yeah, on, yeah. on on the way they've done their wording, based on the last one, so it's masters, and then sort of all, it almost needs a full stop there, and non-masters with a model cost of zero. So like two separate. Yeah. Uh, Hungry and Darkness doesn't have a cost, so yeah, yeah, it, it has no cost. Unless I mean, don't get me wrong; mm. those two might not count, and they might have turned around and decided that they don't count, and then yeah. this goes out the window. But as it stands, as as to my understanding, well, I'm trying to think of other mo- models that have a cost of zero. Just, and I just can't. Those, yeah. much just um, so the Victorias, because you mm. hire Victoria of Ashes and you get Victoria of Blood as well, mm-hmm. um, who costs zero, and yeah. therefore it's again another ten, yeah. and they're really good at killing people as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, in fact, I think the Victorias are really, really good with their new upgrade that allows one of them to bury and then yeah. pop out. Just don't do it in the first turn because then you're cheating. Sorry, Colin. <laughs> um, that's actually amazing because you... Cause you the, pop the, her out where un- she's needed. And she, they unbury at the end of the turn? No, no. She unburies for a zero action from any sister model. Ah, okay. Including so un- if you deputise someone and go, you're my sister now, we've adopted you. <laughs> um, and then they gain the zero. And can brief adoption odd, <laughs> yeah. odd paperwork you adopt, you adopt them for, for a turn <laughs> <laughs> you are mine for half an hour yeah. now you've grown up 60 seconds later <laughs> how, yeah, how long's a turn it's, a turn is an abstract unit of time it, well it really is because a turn might be I ran over there a turn yeah. might be I summoned three zombies I don't know how quickly zombies get up. They're quite slow creatures. Nick yeah. makes them a bit quicker. I mean, Tara but... gets to activate seven, maybe eight times during a turn. <laughs> yeah, so... yeah, but she's magic and yeah. made of the void. Yeah. So she phases in and out, so she's not really existing oh, at this if she, time. If she goes first, she gets reactivated. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's mad. Yeah. yeah. I've played against Chris when he's using that. Yeah. yeah. I also think it's mad that you can put 12 points worth of upgrades on her and be yeah, happy. Yeah. yeah. Like, so. Well, eight points, sorry. So yeah, I think they're great masters to, Ooh, uh, yes. to take yeah. with this. Um, 
Anything you're thinking, Aaron? Because we've kind of advanced some theories. Well, not based on that. From, well, from your <laughs> factions, who would you want to be taking? Um, not 10 Thunders, because the models are too expensive. Yeah, yeah, even with, even with the reduced... No, actually, but the expensive models is fine, bag, because yeah, you count as a lot yeah, of points. It's yeah. based on points, not number now. Which could work out, because yeah. they, they, you could have one in each corner that costs more Fairly than elite things, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I think it maybe potentially favours ranged crews. The last yeah. one seems to favour melee crews. This might favour ranged yeah. crews. I, I, for example... Because would, you can sit in your quarters yeah. and shoot things. Would want to be taking Rasputina. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's killy and can take some expensive yeah. stuff, and that's yeah. all pretty good. Um, Reza-wise... I got beaten in this scenario using Rasputina by Molly, but that's because I cocked up and put her in, put Rasputina in on the line yeah. and lost points for that. And yeah. it was a very close game. So, like things that are quick but still kind of survivable that you can Ooh. hide. So I'd, I'd quite like like Neverborn. Um, I might add a few um, Insidious Madnesses in. Yeah. Use the incorporeal to get myself behind some blocking terrain and be like, I'm in your, I'm in your table quarter, fucking up your shit. Yeah. Is there anyone that's really bad at this? Is the dreamer awful at this? Because he buries and summons Chompy. Yes. Right. So you that... can't hire Chompy. Chompy is yeah. summoned. Yeah. So Chompy doesn't count for anything ever. Mm. And the dreamer buries and fucks off and leaves you ten points less. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, you're you're completely right. That yeah, would be so rubbish. I, I yeah. think the dreamer is crap at this because, and also, I mean, the, the dreamer's thing is summoning. Yeah, yeah, not so good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I definitely don't want to take the dreamer. No, no. Mm. Um, whereas, actually, I don't. I don't think summoners lose out in this. I just think they don't get an advantage because if you yeah. can summon, like, you look at Sandeep. Like, well, Sandeep's king of everything anyway. But yeah, yeah. You go, haha, I summon a gammon and I summon a Banasuva and throw it at your face. Yeah, cool. It's the same with you. are killing stuff, hopefully, that was bought with something that wasn't. So you're gaining an advantage yeah. if you can do good things with your summon models. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's not that summoners are bad, but they're not stupidly OP in this. Yeah, um, a bit more, bit more balanced. Whereas things like Lynch and Victoria might mm. be a little bit, but... It's only two. Models. Do you know what? I'm I'm okay with certain people being good at certain strategies. Like, yeah, I think that's Dreamers, part of the variety of the Dreamers game. Dreamers crap at it; they're good at it. Well, that's generally funny. you're declaring a faction as well, aren't you? Yeah. So you're not. I'm I'm a Dreamer player, and now I can't play my game anymore. It's like, yeah. well, no, you're a Neverborn player. Yeah. So swap, you swap you use point. Lynch. <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, Rez's, well, that's yeah. Rez's wise. I'm thinking maybe Seamus could be quite good because of his teleporting shenanigans. Yeah. To jump off and grab something at the end, yeah. Yeah, so he can move around from different table quarters. Which... Tara, the same, because if she activates again at the end and goes, <laughs> I'm going to run over here, yeah. or goes, hey, look, I bought a Killjoy with me, mm. and at the end of the turn, I'm going to unbury it here. Now I've got 22 yeah. points in this quarter. Yeah, that, that threat of where are you going to bury to claim your quarters is quite good, yeah. and generally what she's burying is good R- Running stuff. up to something and burying it and going, you're not going to count now. You've got, oh, you've got, you've taken, mm. you've taken a 13-point model. Nope. Get in the sack <laughs> get, in the, void. get, get in, in the void get in the void get in the sack is different um used to be my uh, chat up line <laughs> back um, in the day yeah but in which case criminal to seduce hessian women <laughs> Sorry. surely that's become the sack yeah i don't understand <laughs> climbing <laughs> in them 
You know when you have to say something because otherwise you'll explode? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I have that problem. Sorry, Aaron, you were... Uh, um, yeah, so Grover Models zip might be quite useful. Mm. Because quick. Yeah, quick. He's quite zippy. Yeah. Um, oh, As would... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um... You should totally paint your teddy up as Bumble. Oh, fuck, yes! You need to do Rainbow, the dreamer crew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyway, right. Um, well, Brian any of the, entertains himself. Yeah. The, the large pigs, because uh, you can give them saddle as an upgrade, which allows them to drag other models along with them, so you can bring quite a tough models mm. with a smaller model. Did we have... Yeah, so I'm just... I'm, I'm feeling... Sorry for the people on the internet that couldn't see you miming large pigs. <laughs> <laughs> With it some... was significantly large. I mean, yeah, you, you know, were, you were definitely quite... showing some heft, and then so you were kind of rocking the pig yeah, side it was to the side. Rock with it. Well, yeah. I mean, they're quite girthy, so they have <laughs> thick, <laughs> thick. We have a word. No, um, no, no, they're bacon, so it's girth. Yeah, I'm thinking again for Rezzers. The <laughs> did we ever decide how to pronounce Kentau Kentoroy? Kentori. Kentoroy. 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 Kentoroy sounds like a sushi recipe, anyway. Yes. They're, they're, again, very very nippy, very quick, yeah, and they can drag are. other models with them. They're also worth eight, so they're quite significant Ooh, in their yes. price. Yeah, um, but dragging, and almost like dragging a model and then moving away and having models on opposite sides of the thing, activating them later on and, and kind of yeah. nicking quarters and contesting things, going, oh, especially if you're summoning, actually. This is where summoning might be useful, because if you can out-activate your opponent, you can go, right, they've got 14 points there, 10 points yeah. there, and 11 now points there. I can there. decide where to put my My stuff. significant models... Yep go here, here and here and suddenly I've put 15 there, 12 there and I've, <laughs> I've stolen yeah. And, yeah. and I'm getting the victory point. So yeah, summoners, summoners are still good for the reason summoners are good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not but they're as a bit effective. more balanced. Yes. Yeah. Right, is it Brian's turn? Um, Darren's turn. Darren, yeah. did you do the, oh you did do the first one. I did do the first one. Right. I, I lead by example and also just habit. So right. we're on to symbols of authority. You lead behind the symbols that we remembered for years to come. So before either player deploys no. models... <laughs> no, you're not my supervisor. <laughs> well, you get to listen to these rules. Go, go over it. <laughs> so before either player deploys models, starting with the second player, each player places three 50mm height 5 blocking impassable hardcover strategy <laughs> markers fully on their side of the table, but not in their deployment zone, and at least 10 inches from another strategy marker on their side of the table. These markers can... That was a mouthful, wouldn't it, mate? Yeah. So can't be in contact with impassable terrain. Yeah. And then on any turn after the first, non-peon rebels may take a one interaction interact action to target the strategy marker within one inches on their opponent's side of the board to remove it from play. Yeah. Yeah. Now this is one where you can you get a victory point at the end of the turn if yeah. you removed one. You yeah. can remove more than one. Yes. But, but you won't you only one score point. once, you would have to wait to the next turn to yeah. be most effective. And then at the end of the game. A crew earns one victory point if they have any strategy markers on their side of the table. So, so to get the full four, yep. Yep. you have to remove all three of the enemies and have one of yours left. Yes. yes. So while you can both score three, three. each from this, yep. you can't get four each. Yeah. yeah. So again, nice. it's that imperfect scoring, which I like. And it'll yeah. be 4-2 is the, the biggest switch. You can't be 4-3 because they can't haven't be scored 3 mm -hmm. because then you wouldn't have any left. Yeah. This is my favourite one. Yes. Okay. I really like this one. But, but there is an issue with it. Okay. Not, not in gameplay. Okay. Like, on the table, I've not played this yet and I think, yeah. uh, 
I'm torn. I love this. I think it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. But there is one later, the last one, that I think is also a bit wonderful. Okay. Even though the internet hates it. I don't like the one you're talking about. I think it's cool. So, the problem is, for a tournament, mm-hmm. if you are provide, you either have to say to all your players, bring three 50 mil markers to use, yeah, yeah, or provide six per table. Mm. That is a significant number of 50 mil markers. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you're wanting to produce them as well, you kind of want these markers to be fairly weighty because yeah. you don't want them moving about. Yeah, and you probably want them to have a bit of height on them because otherwise you forget that they're not like a scheme marker. We've done it so many times paper. on yeah. God the Stash. Yeah, you try to the two shoot and go, I shoot. Oh, oh, I couldn't have done that, could I? Oh, bugger. Right, yeah. yeah. Unless, unless your hands. Um, yeah, hands can shoot through these. Yeah. Hands, the model, not hands, the appendages that people tend to have. Yeah, I only shoot my feet. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's interesting. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, it just is quite marker intensive. Yeah. So yeah, but it's, it's the ni- there's a nice back and forth to you. Not only having to be on the attack, but you need to be able to defend yourself at the same time. It's oh, that's what I really like about it. You're, you're you've got multiple things you're doing. Your front there's is going to be so constantly a lot moving. of thinking, and it changes. I feel it's one of the ones that changes your crew. You're yeah. not going to just oh, take. Yeah. Well, that's the same it. old same. So who's old. who's yeah. who's good and who's bad at this? Summoners are really good at this. Yeah, yeah. Yes, they because are. Because you can summon stuff and cover lots of the table. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll destroy this. You guys. Well, are, I'm going to use my crew that. to defend while my summon things run over and harass them. You just awesome. bomb a load of nightmares out or a load of dead yeah. things or whatever it is you're summoning. Cool. So yeah. is anyone particularly bad at it? Um, the smaller and more elite your crew. Yeah, the more the worse it is, have, yeah. and the slower you are. Yeah, because see, they can be quite far away. I wouldn't want to take mm. Rasputina into this. No, she is slow. A lot of her things are kind of slow. Well, actually, no. Your you, ice dancers, ice dancers good. are fast. Yeah, but you kill your ice dancers, you've lost your arc nodes, and you've lost your yeah. people that are yeah. going to go do the thing. Mm. Um, so, yeah. I probably wouldn't run her into it. No. But anyone yeah. that's fast, anyone with stuff like Leap? Or um, From the Shadows. From the sh- Oh, yeah, From the Shadows. So, oh, yeah. In, yeah, Boop. that's really... But you, can't, you need to you can't survive. Do it the first yeah. turn. You need no. to survive. But they do provide cover. Yeah. Yeah, so you hide behind it. Yeah. 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 You pick the one that they so, have. Or maybe you do take Rasputina and you take the um, December Acolytes and From the Shadows over to it. Potentially. And use Rasputina to shoot through them to get rid of everyone else. Yeah, yeah. I love the idea of handing of, out. Oh, they hand out slow as well. Yeah, that could be good. I love the idea of having, say, a trapper who um, Frycor. Yeah. Um, starting behind. It's not. Is it a trapper? The tapper, I think. No, well, yeah. We, we mentioned the last episode. And they've gone yeah. up a point now, yeah. so yeah. It is a trapper, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I like the idea of using a Frycor trapper, putting him behind the thing, and in the first turn. He's kind of nice and safe because he's behind loads of yeah. cover, and then he removes the cover and starts sniping the enemy crew. <laughs> yeah, is yeah, it's quite cool. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I think defensively, anything that's got a nice big engagement range that can sit in the way. Yes, because so it can stop you yeah, getting yeah. around the behind. Because as soon as you engage them, that could be quite useful. Yeah. Um, as well, anything that can stop interact actions. Yeah. Uh, push uh, any models with push mechanics on. You can mm-hmm. push your models forward or pull that, push them away. Yeah, getting that yeah. extra range or denying stuff. Yeah. Yeah. St- I found, because I, I played this um, against Colin, and I managed to get, t- I tabled him in like turn three. Mm. Um, and then I, I literally just couldn't reach one of them yeah. because my crew wasn't fast enough. Yeah. 
um, to do it. So, so speed is almost of the, the essence of this. Yes, yeah. See, now, the interesting thing is as well, as much as this strategy changes your crew, mm. I think your crew changes how you play the strategy. Massively. Because you can play an elite crew into this. Now, yeah, the, yeah. so the problem with the elite crew is it's hard to cover that much table. Yeah, yeah. So what you do is you put your three on the fucking centre line mm. and just fucking run at them. And go, do you know what? I'm going to get there fast. I'm going to deny you getting to mine because my stuff's hard and will batter yours. Yeah. I'm going to kill a few you of yours. The, fight, the because fight is taking place further up the, up your, the Yeah, your, the your no man's yeah. land um, front line mm. is massively further up. Yeah. Which then gives you a lot more chance to then just nip forward and poke their markers to get yeah, rid of yeah. them. So... There's potential. There is. There. Well, it, it's the fact of going elite crews are bad. No, but you have to play very differently. Yeah. Whereas yeah. most crews, you'd put your markers quite far back to have them come yeah. through you. But they, they still struggle with potentially being out activated and things like that. Oh, without activation, yeah, yeah if sure. If you've got a crew but, that could be overspread around. But that's true of any elite crew in any scenario. Yeah. So it's not specific to this. No, so no, no, no. It no. Is, it's an interesting way you can play. Yeah, yeah. That's um, interesting. I really, I really. I think it's wonderful. Like this yeah, one yeah. because it's it, it's both kind of a defensive and an offensive game. You're I think doing, it's probably the best one yeah. for just general enjoyment. I think it is wonderful. It's, it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so back to me for public executions. Uh, make them bleed and watch the look of horror on your enemy's face. Uh, on any turn after the first, whenever a non-peon model kills or sacrifices a non-peon model, it considers an enemy. It gains the following condition until the end of the game. Shed blood. Um, at the end of the model's activation, remove this condition if no enemy models have line of sight to this model. This condition cannot be gained in any way other than is stated in this strategy. So you cannot um, use Leilu and Niluti to gain it and then pass it on to the other one. Which or is Kalodi that does the same thing, Kalodi. passing to, to his puppets. Yes, so you can only do it by killing a thing and getting yeah. it yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so the idea is, you know, you cut off your enemy's head and you wave it at them yeah. and you're kind of publicly displaying your bloodshed. Um, and this is another one. You have to have more models in play with shed blood than the opposing crew. Um, in order to uh, to score, so it's another one that yeah. isn't going to be, um, and it's got the for all. It is, and it's also got the same thing in as the ply for information that then remove the shed blood model from everything in play. Yeah. Um, See, th this again is where it's odd. I think Cause genuinely because there, now I've thought about this. Yeah. At the end of the first turn. Yeah. Here's a thing that might happen. Then do this. I yeah. think is how it's intended. Yeah. Yeah. I think if they wanted it to stick around it would be a comma because it would be part of the same yeah. thing the full yeah. stop makes it a separate thing yes. I think we've been playing yeah. it wrong no I, I, like I said that's the way I people out there it. in the world of um, YouTube SoundCloud as well wherever we shared this yeah. let us know if we're if we're doing it wrong but I, I think now I've thought yeah, yeah, I don't sense. think it's as long as everyone's playing the same way it's not the yeah, yeah. World, if, if at the beginning of the game you, you discuss it, to, it yeah. to be honest it doesn't really matter as long as you both know the way it's working yeah. what happened in both my games is we discussed it at the end of the second term when we had a draw <laughs> and decided so you go okay thing. so yeah. how are we playing this yeah. Yeah, yeah now if I was in a tournament I would straight away go how are we doing this yeah yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it makes a big difference in how you play the next turn. But as long as you're in agreement and you're yeah. playing an equal game because of it, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. So this is another one that... Um, this favours, again, fighting, killing the enemy models, yeah. but it yeah. doesn't have to be melee. No. So you can shoot someone um, and 
gain the condition. But they're more at risk of going out of line of sight. Because you're further away. Uh, now, you see, because this is the first one we played at our tournament. Okay. Yeah. The first uh, the first scenario. Um, and now I was playing Rasputina, so I was murdering stuff at range. So I was basically going, right, that one bloke right at the back over there can see Rasputina, so I can now channel my shot through the guy over there around the corner to this, into Jeff, murder the shit out of Jeff... But he could see me do the thing, so I got the, the token yeah. for it. Yeah. It's only until the end of your activation. So as long as somebody can see you when your turn ends... Yeah, it doesn't fine. matter if they move off by the end of the or turn. Or somebody else puts something in front of you afterwards. Yes. Um, and this is one of the interesting... Now, this is something that came quite... Was, was an interesting one for me, because Rasputina especially, being able to create terrain with her ice markers, mm -hmm. you kind of go, cool, you can do that, but make sure you're not dropping any line of sights. Yeah. Yeah. So... I think the idea of it is it creates risk-reward. Yeah. I need to take a risk in still being seen at the end of my activation and killing this. Mm -hmm. So something like a lot of the Ten Thunders, which is hit and, hit and run tactics, yeah, yeah. you can't go blah, 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 murder the and then hide yeah. because you're not going to get the bonus. Yeah. Um, it, it's an interesting one. Again, I like the way it makes you think about how you're playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's the least interesting one I've seen so far. It's it's okay. Well, it's, it's the least new and it's the least yeah. exciting, but it's not bad. No, no, it's not bad. The, the lack of the lack of being interesting, yeah. air quotes, isn't because it's crap or like oh, I don't want to play it. No, no, no. It's, at it's, all. It's just it's a solid yeah. standard strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you want models that can kill yeah. and models that are survivable. Yeah, yeah. That's what you want to be taking. Range is good. Yep. I think in this, yeah, specifically. Yeah. Killing them before they get to you. Yeah. Yep. While still being visible. Yeah. But also, I mean, I, I did this with Witchling Thrall, so I would charge in with the, the Thrall kill something, because yep. they're really beaty, um, and like pick blocks of enemies, so two enemies together. Yeah. And then go, cool, the guy next to me can see me. Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't activated yet, but I can really take a punch, so I don't care. Uh, yeah. um, anything that can do that, anything that heals itself yeah. will be really, really useful. Um, and, yeah, I think masters, masters what murder stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't be taking Titania for this, for instance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, this, this is probably one of the ones where an elite crew might have the advantage. Cause You're less likely to die. Yeah, they're less likely to die and more likely Definitely. to kill something and yeah. to kill more things than the other person. Yeah. Because they'll have more options. So Yeah, you're more yeah. likely to be killing things each turn than they are. Yeah. So, no, I, I very much agree. Anything that was good in um, chopping off heads and collecting them yeah. before, mm. it would be I had to, I'm really glad that that's gone. I didn't oh, like crap. that. Yeah. Because you then pick up your own head. Stupid. Your own yeah. side's head and go, oh, we'll get some money for Jeff. Yeah, no, I didn't I miss like it either. I didn't like it at all. Head. This it's, is a much better version of the same thing. This is thing. the same thing, isn't yeah, it? Really, yeah. it's yeah. it's the killy one. Yes. yes. Yeah. But that, that was kill confirmed from Call of Duty. And nobody fucking likes that. No. <laughs> okay, so... The just last one. one. This is one I really like. It's only... So the others um, have a roughly just so, under 25% chance of coming and out. this, this only one, comes up on a joke. So it's a yeah. 1 in 26 chance. Yeah. So... No. Supply wagon. 27. Mm. Supply wagons. Who doesn't love a good escort mission? No, take the mission off. Um, Anti-sex work campaigners. <laughs> um, and anyone that's played an MMO. Um, <laughs> so, before either player deploys models, starting with the second player, 
Yeah. Interesting. So again, yeah. 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 Each player places one fifty mil height three blocking impassable hardcover friendly supply wagon marker on their side of the table, anywhere completely in their deployment zone and not in terrain. Mm. Yep. So that is your setup. You put down a wagon. Yep. So any non-peon models in base contact with the supply wagon may take a one interact action to push the marker in any direction, ignoring intervening models. Yep. If this marker would come into base contact with impassable terrain, it stops in contact. If that terrain was a terrain marker, remove that marker, then continue the push as normal. Mm. So these supply wagons can smash through ice walls. They can yes. destroy a lot of the stuff that the resurrectionists can put in place that's horrible, tentacly doomed stuff. Yep. Um, uh, they are flame not walls. In, are not yeah. impassable. No, oh, they're not. No, they're so not. it'll go through, it'll go through go a through fame wall, it'll go through a smoke wall. Oh, Cyclopses are rubbish. Now. It'll go through <laughs> a fair few other things. Cool. Basically, Cyclopses and Rasputina suffer from this. Yeah. Um, so you just don't take that upgrade or possibly don't take Cyclops. Yes. So the, you can take this one interact action that pushes it. Now, the, yeah. the distance it goes depends on the size of the model pushing it. Interesting, it's nothing to do with height, it's all to do with base size. So a 30mm pushes you up up to 2 inches, mm -hmm. 40 is up to 3 and 50 is up to 4. Um, so at the end of every turn after the first, a crew earns 1 VP if they have a friendly supply wagon at least partially on their opponent's side of the board. Mm. Yeah. So you can gain... Um, it can be a draw. Perfect, yeah. Yep. But I think there's I think there's a lot of stuff that goes into this, and I think it's quite exciting. Yeah. Now, what I was just thinking here, it's standard deployment, which is what yeah. you're going to be playing most of the time, yeah. is six inches. Mm -hmm. The centre line of the board is 18 inches away. Yeah. So you need to move it 12.1 inches. In two turns. In two turns. So six inches a turn. Mm -hmm. And then you obviously need the models to do so. Yeah. Um, so anything that can... The, the models that used to score like claim jump that can interact, move again, and interact again. Mm -hmm. So can move, push, yeah. uh, interact, push, interact, or, or can do interacts for zero. Yeah. Uh, for instance, um, those sorts of things are very good. I immediately thought of Witchling Thralls here because they have a 40 millimeter base. Mm. They can push it. They can then, if you've got a model position correctly, they can use their chain to pull themselves forwards and push it again. So you've yep. got six inches. Do you That's know who's quite good? Do you know who's stunning at this? Who? Lucius, because he can make his models. You go. Take... You make an action. You make an action. Yeah. yeah. So, so witchling thralls that are on fairly big bases just pump the wagon up the up the board. Yeah. The other thing that I think. Maybe people don't take into consideration. Yep. Do you run up to the opponent's wagon and push it back? Yeah. Yeah. So you have this kind of weird tug of war where you're going, I push mine and yeah. I'm trying to get See, yours to go away. My initial concern with this one was you're going to end up with, I march mine down one side of the board, yeah. you march yours down the other side of the board. We yeah. get a certain number of points yeah. and then kind of occasionally shoot at each other. Yeah. 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 Uh, stuff with blast seems quite good because you're going to have quite a lot of models near it. Yeah, maybe. I maybe, think you're going to have yeah. a string of models in its wake. <laughs> Potentially, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kicked it and then gone, but I didn't move with it. Yeah, yeah. So you you set up a you set up a line of models <laughs> and you go boom, poke 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 and have it shoved up the board. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, turning around and shoving it back. Yeah, it could I be think a it's thing. Cool. Again, anything that stops interacts, chatty. 
You can't make yeah, introductions. Yeah. Like throwing that near their wagon and going, "Hi, what are you doing? Are you not? No, you're not only pushing that, blah, 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 and just chatting." Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's brilliant. Like yeah. again, stuff with big in, big melee ranges to go run over and tie yeah. up lots of their models and yeah. be like, "No, you can't move it." I mean, the ideal thing is you run over someone that stops interacts and then have one of your guys go up and go, "It doesn't stop mine." Form yeah. and push it through their models back onto their half of the board. Yeah, like. I think there's a lot you can do with this. Yeah. It can be very boring and you can just, like you said, yeah. shove it up. Depending on yeah. schemes, you could end up with too many little fights going on and all sorts of hilarity, yeah, yeah. or you could end up with people running past you. You well, could, you, well, because it doesn't if, necessarily if, force interaction. If you were doing this in a tournament, I think that you need to make your scheme pool force the interaction because the, scheme, the strategy doesn't. Yeah. In a standard game, like if we're generating, you could generate a complete a complete scenario where you didn't even have to look at an enemy model. Mm. Yeah. Where you just go, okay, well, we're going to do this and we'll then both take this and we'll both take this yeah, and we'll yeah. just push our wagons all day. We would just generally tend to press a button and re-flip yeah, it. Yeah, we'd just go, hmm, yeah. that looks crap. No, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll do this again because we want a fun yeah. game. So um, a tournament organiser would have to take that into consideration. Yes, I think yeah. so. Um, but if you're a good TO, you should be doing that anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but then again, you don't. Do you want a ten-all draw? That's not good for no, you. No. no, no. So, so, so if, when you're taking yeah, into account victory points and similar, yeah. then yeah, so it could happen. But you want to stop them. So. Yeah, yeah, I and I and I think that in itself is is kind of going. No, you want to be getting in their way and denying it. Yeah, yeah. it's another one that favours models that move from the shadows. Yeah, yes. because you can kind of do a bit of pre-measuring and be like, "Cool, I can punt it to this one, then this one can punt it and go that yeah, way, yeah. and and do that kind of thing." So that's uh, useful. summoners are good because you get more activations, and more activations are good because yeah. you can push it further. Yeah, uh, models uh, again that have got push mechanics on, so they can shove one model across the table to the yeah. other leap. thing. Leap, yeah. you go. I push it. I leap. I push it again. Yeah, yeah. Marcus, you take two saber tooth Cerberus. And you go, shove four inches, leap, shove yeah. four inches. Yeah. And models with big bases. Yes. Which yes. is never something we've said is a good thing in Malifaux before, no. really. It's not something that's come up, but yeah. this then does it. Um, masters with big bases. Mm -hmm. uh, like... Reaver. Reaver has a big base. And the other horse a master... a tiny pony to kick the wagon. <laughs> yes. Well, she's dragging a wagon. Well, no, she doesn't go with wagon it. Wagon dragon. Well, yeah, that's a good point. You are literally booting it up the, the table. Yeah. Um, and McCabe. Yes. Got there eventually. Yeah. Um, he has a horse. Yeah. Um, is quite good. But you might want to be taking, like, taking some thralls with bigger bases or yeah. taking a large... I mean, larger base models tend to be more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you're then weighing up the cost versus yeah. various other things. So uh, pig armies are going to have quite a good time with it. Oh, they are. Yeah, because they've got lots of 40s and some 50s. Yeah, they get a lot of them on 50 Yeah, models. the big pigs are 50s. Um, yeah, and you can summon more pigs in, which... Yeah, it's always good. Some people have fun with this because you summon Banasuva, who's on a big base, and put the... can perform interact actions while engaged on him. Mm. And just go, <laughs> I push wagons. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, have, I have my massive, but... like, my, my, my fire lord that pushes the cart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me, this is one of I've the... I've been few, relegated. <laughs> like, I really like the, um, 
symbols of authority, but it yeah. doesn't make me want to make my own markers. Yeah. yeah this yeah. makes me want to make a little wagon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a really cool, um, there's a really cool guild ball model, which is a turtle, like a giant turtle, yeah. with <laughs> a treasure, a box of treasure yeah. on its back, which is, is that Mason's? Yes, I think so. Yeah. And I want to, I just want to buy that and just yeah. put it on a 50 mil base <laughs> yeah um and then have that be my um yeah. be my little wagon because because it's a little turtle it doesn't move very quickly might, so you have to give it a boot up the arse to get in, it my, in my head what, what's happened is as you run over to it you've jumped on it mario style <laughs> and then you've kicked it along and it's gone <laughs> and it's it. do it upside down <laughs> yeah um so no I, I think there's a lot of cool things you could do with the markers yeah um i think there's a lot of cool things you can do with the points of authority markers as well and i'd quite happily make myself some yeah, yeah. Of those, whether you make generic so, ones so you only need to make three, or you make faction-specific ones. Yeah. I saw someone earlier that basically made what looked like a well. Yeah. Um, a fifty mil bricked cylinder, yeah. and then on top had a flag. Yeah. yeah. And you could have different flags for each faction. Yeah, nice. Which yeah. is kind of a cool idea. I'd quite like for my guild. I'd like to have some hanging criminals. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and be like, these are we have we have killed, and they're trying to pull yeah. them down. Yeah. Or even prisoners. So they come over and they rescue the prisoner. Yes, that could that's be quite a cool thing. Just, yeah. just as a cool little visual thing. I yeah. think there's so many really cool thematic stuff you could do with it. Yeah, yeah. Which um, lacking previously a little mm, bit. Uh, I mean, the thematic would have been interesting. You could have made head markers by actually gluing some heads on some bases and but, yeah, those. But yes, naff. Like yeah, yeah. I think these, these are cool. Vi- yeah, it's really visually the engaging. Only thing that might be irritating is in a year's time that might go away and you never well, use them again. This year. So, meh. Yeah. Um, cool. So, that they are the strategies for 2018. Mm, um, yeah. And I think they're all kind of good. There's none there that make me go, oh, that's crap. Whereas oh, yeah. we have always had that before. There's yeah. always been oh, one well, that you don't fun. want. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. regenerate. Mostly Headhunter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, fucking markers everywhere and it's yeah. just a ball ache. But, yeah, these these are, there are none of these that I'd be going, oh, I don't want to play that one. yeah. yeah. So, then we move on to the paired schemes sometime in the future because we made a massive mistake. Whoopsie doodle! Uh, and didn't quite understand how the schemes work. That's a really weird thing to say, Aaron. <laughs> I don't know. It's several days later, I'm more tired, so shut up. Yes, you have slept since then, right? Mm, technically. Technically. <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> so. We're going to talk about the paired schemes, and what we didn't realise is how that actually worked. Uh, maybe other people were confused. Probably not. Maybe we're just idiots. Probably. So the paired schemes, um, they replace claim jump or line in the sand as the always on option. Instead, your paired scheme is the same suit as the strategy. Mm. So the first one is rams, um, and will be paired with the rammed... Um, Buy for information. Strategy, which is buy for information. Well remembered, because I had to actually click a button and you didn't. <laughs> so, Aaron, uh, off you go. And we'll talk about these and how they interact with the uh, the strategy. This is kind of a new thing, isn't it? So you've always got the same, one of the same schemes with yeah. the strategy. So we've got surround them. Attack your enemy from all sides. Um, the scheme may not start revealed, <laughs> which is a, a theme still. Um, at the end of the game, this crew earns one victory point if it has a scheme marker within six inches of a table corner in the enemy's crew, crew's deployment zone. Uh, my screen timed out. At the end of the game, the crew earns one victory point for each other table corner with a friendly scheme marker within six inches 
um, up to, to a maximum of two victory points. Only one table corner within this cruise deployment zone may count towards this scheme. It seems like an odd one to pair with Ply for Information. Because uh, Ply for Information requires you to get close and touch each other, and this requires you to run off to table corners. I suppose to encourage you not to just do that. Potentially, it means if you've got a nice couple of scheme runners, they can run off and do some other things without being Ply for Information targets. Yes. Um, yeah. Or you could contest the table corners and have like a weird kind of intel off in the corners of the board, maybe? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, it seems odd, but, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Mm. I suppose sick if that... I mean, before, like, Lion the Sand and stuff was there, so scheme runners had something to mm. do, because not every um, strategy was focused on yeah. doing scheme running stuff. Yeah. So it's to make sure crews have always got an option of doing something schemey when they've got something more... Mm. I mean, I don't apply for information, it's quite schemey as well, but it is involved in combat more than normal scheme mm. marker bullshit. I suppose the thing to ask is, does the synergy with the strategy make it an auto-include? You're going to always take the two together? Mm. I'm not. No, I wouldn't have thought so. No. I can see situations where I would, um, Yeah. depending on like what crew and stuff are going on, with the, with the gremlins particularly, because I've got loads of them, then I probably would, because I can afford to do that. Hmm. Um, you have spares to, to send go to, off. yeah, yeah. Or if you've got particularly good fast runners, yeah, that you can start in one of your deployment corners, like an ice dancer, yeah. drop yeah. a scheme marker, and then just fuck off up the board to that corner, drop a scheme marker, and then bugger off to yeah. the one in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you're playing, and you don't think they're going to be able to spare enough to stop you, yeah, that's the, that's the key. If you think yeah. you're going to be able to do that unopposed, and you're okay being down half any points, you're uh, putting into doing it, mm. yeah. it's a really good one to take. It works nicely in corner deployments. Yeah, that would be the one. Because you're, um, especially if you're taking something like from the shadows, mm -hmm. because you can actually deploy right in the corner with a model. If like you're a Krulagan or a Trapper or um, not hands. No. <laughs> I cheated the other day. <laughs> Just assumed he had it. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, so if you can deploy things in the corners and drop scheme markers straight away, then you're part of the way there. Mm, so yeah. one of the things we discussed on the past version where we were wrong yes. was uh, do you have to score the first bit to get access to the second? So yes. at the end of the game, this crew earns one victory point if it has a scheme marker within six of the deployment zone. And then at the end of the game, this crew earns one victory point for each other table quarter with a friendly scheme marker. Now... For each other, do they only become other when you've got one in the enemy thing? Do you need to score the first bit to access the second? No, I don't think so, because no. it's a separate paragraph and it has at the end of the game again. Yeah. yeah. I think that the language would be much clearer if it was your original thought or a bit this, this crew one. earns one additional vp for yeah. for, the, and for each other yeah. one yeah and that's yeah. it and that's where the way a lot of them are written and which yeah. is yeah. why we would say no they're they're separate yeah. if you're in corn deployment you can from the shadows those corners yeah run into the middle as long as no one takes them away you've got yourself two victory points and yeah. at this point in the podcast we've already discussed a lot of the some ones. of the bits yeah. that are trickier um and then we will, in the future of this podcast, talk about it. And there's there's some, some issues with some of the language in yeah. these, which yeah. makes my brain hurt. 
and I wish I, they were a bit clearer. It would be nice yeah. if they were a bit clearer, and I do think it's something that will get sorted. I don't think mm. it's going to sit there being ambiguous for ages. Mm. Or, even if it does, it's really not the end of the world because you turn around to the person you're playing against and go, how are we playing this? Or yeah. you turn around to your tournament organiser yeah. and go, how's this working? Yeah. Job done. Uh, again, yeah. the consistency would be nice, so if you're playing a local tournament and then it goes yeah. to a national one, you're playing it yeah, differently. Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine making that much of a difference, but enough to throw you maybe for a game. But. The, the time it's bad is when one person is playing to one version of the rules, one person is playing to another version of the rules yeah, without yeah. having asked, yeah. and then at the end it's like, well, I got two victory points, I win. Well, no, you don't get them because you didn't do that thing. Yeah, It's uh, almost as if it was, would be much better if there was some way of knowing the rules in advance, perhaps just by reading them off <laughs> where they're yes, printed. But you, like, not every single thing has... The world's perfect not rules. perfect. No. Life is hard. Yeah, um, no. and at the same, like you know, this is still a step up from anything you like. WizKids have ever made, where yeah. three yeah. cards have the same effect but are all written differently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. Uh, so moving on to the next one, uh, which is guarded treasure. Now this is paired with two strategies: mm. ours and supply wagons. Yes, brilliant. Well done. I needlessly looked at my phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> cool. So what's better than guarding a big fat stack of loot? Spending the loot and rubbing the resulting prostitutes on your face. Uh, Pro tip from the Critical Twix. No. <laughs> this uh, is how to spend loot. <laughs> can buy other stuff with loot? What's going on? Um, okay, so this scheme may not start revealed. Uh, reveal this scheme once you've scored a victory point. At the end of every turn after the first, the crew earns one VUP. If it has at least two scheme markers within two inches of the centre line, at least eight inches apart, and each has at least one friendly, non-peel, non-minion model within three inches. After scoring, remove all friendly scheme markers within two inches of the centre line. Mm. That's all right. Mm -hmm. um, um, fairly easy to 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 do. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's having one model that's not a minion next to it that was if I remember from our past discussion was the interesting yes. part of at least yeah. one friendly non-minion model within three yeah. yeah so you can only score this with um, interestingly enough any person that took that at the tournament was scoring it with minions, minions. that yeah. I played against or, yeah. and I did it too but yeah, because yeah. So I completely no, missed that yeah, I went non-peon and stopped reading that sentence yeah, yeah. That's, that's nothing to do with like wording or anything like that. It's no, just because just, it's not what you expect. No, not yeah. at all. So this this favours um, elite crews. Yeah. Crews with lots of enforcers, henchmen, or, henchmen, yeah. or multiple masters. If like, you're going that big, like maybe. Or, or by that I mean Lynch and Victorious. Lynch and Victorious, but they have henchmen, but they're free. So mm. you get two models for the price of one. The mm. ones that are really good in the strategy it's paired with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quarters. Yep, so they're good in terms of. Funny that. Yeah. Cool. What Don't... this, I feel this does is it kind of pushes you towards the centre rather than lurking at the back of your table corners and kind of. It, it's encouraging sort you if you of. take it to get a little bit closer. Yeah. To, to get further up the board, it's not really pushing yeah. you towards the centre because you need to be eight inches apart. Yeah, but you need yeah. to be within two inches of the centre line. Yeah. Centre so line, yes. Centre line yeah. of the board yeah. is what I meant. Yeah. So you're, you're coming closer together. Um, with wagons, I mean, you're going to pass the centre line so you can just yeah. top someone off. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, unless you're shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. And you're probably going to be wanting to use like enforcers because they're yeah. not normally come slightly larger. 
bases and things. There's a large chunk. There's more. Yes, there are more though, enforcers than, than, than there are minions on large bases. bases yes. So they're going to be there pushing and that wagon. So I can do do other things other than just pushing a wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I quite like this when paired with certain other things that get you to drop scheme markers. Mm -hmm. um, especially like those conditional scheme markers, like dig your graves where you want to kill things near them. But if the thing doesn't die, then you can just use it for the other thing. Yeah. So you're not. That'd be re yeah, really good with this one actually, because um, you're going to want to be using some of this fairly high powered yeah. anyway to do that. So. Yeah, I've got, I've got points for that in yeah. the tournament. It yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's fairly straightforward actually. It's probably the one that feels closest to line in the sand, or because yeah. you're getting close to the centre line yeah. and dropping little things yes. down, leaving little treats, and <laughs> taking away all the markers near the centre line at the end of it, which I yes. know uh, claim jump was doing. Yeah, yes, getting rid of yeah. all the uh, all the markers. Yeah, well, all friendly markers anyway. Not going to renew opponents with this one, but yeah, would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no things for you either. <laughs> cool. Um, on to the next one. Yeah, on to the next one. Punish the weak. Uh, this is paired with symbols of authority, mm. not mm. points of authority. The Lincoln Park song, <laughs> sadly. So punish the weak. Um, may not start revealed because you don't do that anymore and you reveal it once you score any victory points from it so at the end of every turn after the first if at least one enemy minion or peon model was killed by one of this crew's henchmen or master models you earn a victory point and at the end of every turn after the first if the opposing crew has no minions or peon models in play outside of their own deployment zone this crew earns a victory point no more than one victory point may be earned from the scheme so you can't kill a minion and at the end of the turn go ha I get an extra victory point because you've got none left yeah um, but what it does do is really encourages murdering yeah yes um, interestingly paired with symbols of authority where you're going to be running into the other players half of the board yeah. and doing stuff um, but also holding your own yeah which is why you get the outside of their own deployment zone you yeah. can't leave some minions in the back to defend high yeah. deployment zone. Although your it, symbols of authority have to be outside. They do, the but zone. your minions yeah. might be nearby. It yeah, and it, it just it just pushes everyone into the middle of the board, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, um, it's a very simple one. Yeah, uh, favors Killy Cruz. Yeah, yeah. it's going to murder stuff. It's, I mean, it, it's quite good because you can just take a uh, a minion or a peon. That's cheap mm. and hide it, yeah. Just outside your deployment zone, yeah. Um, something yeah. like a Malifaux Raptor that can just like fuck off and appear on the other side of the board, yeah. Like little things like that, that yeah. But you're a, a Kruligan that you stick behind some terrain, yeah. It yeah. kind of holds itself and cries, or maybe since they're <laughs> dropping scheme markers for other things you've yeah, taken. This is yeah, it. That's, so that, that's there's, always there's a a different ways of approaching this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'd feel taking one minion or. Peon would be risky. Yeah, because if they be find a way to kill the board, then it guarantees them the points yeah. unless you can keep it alive for yeah. quite a while. But it also massively denies them the points until they kill it. Yeah, that's very true. So, so we do. <laughs> you play a summoning master yeah. and you only take the one minion. Yeah. And then if they kill it, you summon one more yeah. and then run it off into an awkward place. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of pissing around for three victory points potentially. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but but hilarious. If, if it turns yeah. up, it's a way of doing well in that and it, scenario. And then yeah. you find out they didn't take it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they oh, kill yeah. your minion, 
they would reveal it because they'd score a victory point. Yeah. So if they've done that, then you'd be able to summon. Otherwise, you'd just go, oh, I won't bother. Yeah. yeah. Or, well, it'd be quite funny, wouldn't it? Because you have that one minion sort of running around doing off nothing. And it could well, be if for, you've got for... one minion that sits over at the side and they don't care about it... Yeah, it's probably safe to say. It's Yeah, an assumption. But it's it's quite a good one. I like it. Um, and I think it fits well with the strategy. Yeah. Mm. So the last one... Yes, which is paired with... What's the last one, Aaron? I can't remember. Uh, Rubbish. The last one is... Um, shed blood is the thing you get from it. I can't remember the exact name of the strategy. Public execution. That's the one. Ha, mock me, you couldn't remember the name. You remember, I remember the I other remember. four. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I did all right, and I know what it is. I can just, I know, just the name. You know, I have to put you down slight somewhere. <laughs> like a rabid dog. <laughs> Victory, small victories where I can take them. I thought we were playing Malifaux, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the last one is eliminate the leadership with the simple tagline of checkmate. Uh, scheme not star revealed, reveal once you score victory points. First time the enemy leader is reduced below half their starting wounds, this crew earns one victory point. First time the enemy leader is reduced to zero wounds, killed or sacrificed, you earn one victory point. And if there's no enemy leader in play at the end of the game, you earn the final victory point. Mm. Yes. This one's tricky. Yes, because of it's well, it's it, interestingly worded. It's a hangover from last time. I think I don't yeah. think it's changed. Yeah. Uh, since no. GG 2017 and um, it has really awkward wording because there's some really awkward Malifaux masters. There are. Mm. Um there's a lot of very easy ways to not get through victory points from this. Yeah. If you paralyze their leader and then have someone eat it, you get two victory. Well, well, what does no, it, you know you sac- you sacrifice them so they're not reduced below half wounds. No. Yeah. So you miss out on that one. Yeah. So you have to damage them. Yeah. And yeah. then finish damaging them, and then make sure they're still not on the table. Now a lot yeah. of the time, actually, that's not that hard because most don't yeah. come back. Yeah. Beware of the dreamer. Yeah. Because yeah. he is being or not being on he's the table. Buried, but yeah, he could not be on the table at the end. The Vecus. Yep. Yeah. Who's notorious for being the reason this was worded how it is? Yeah. Um, does anyone else have um, McCabe? McCabe. McCabe has awkward stuff. So yeah, so there's there's masters that do do wibbly wobbly things. Yeah. Um, it, it pairs perfectly with shed blood. It's another it, killy yeah. thing to yeah. go with the killy thing that's already there. Uh, the model that's probably going to do most of your killing. Yep. Is is probably you're probably going to pick a killy leader. Yeah. Killy being a Word that's starting to sound less and less like a real word the more I say it. Yeah. So when you write the same thing over and over again, and then you convince yourself it's spelt wrong, and it just doesn't yeah. look right anymore. Yeah. 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 Like the word bowl. Why are you putting that face? What's wrong with bowl? Because it's got a weird. It's got a weird couple of consonants together. I don't know. Well, yeah. Not one of the ones that's ever propped up. In Is it not? Oh, it, but it uh, bugged me the other day. How many times have you written bowl? I sometimes just pick a word and write it, mate. It's <laughs> part of my creative process. <laughs> How to write a book by Brian Ennis. Yes. Um, the bowl, book of... Bowl, 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 yeah. bowl. Um, I, Ironically, the book's called Spoon. <laughs> it's, it's about the life of a cricket player. <laughs> what you have to do is you... I write bowl six times, then turn the book upside down and write it the other way up. <laughs> now that's a proper cricket joke. So much so, I didn't get it. Yeah, <laughs> Joe's properly stumped by that one. Fuck me. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't do sports. No. Are um, no. we going to the future and it still happens? I was hoping we got away from the puns. I thought that was a one-night thing. I'm putting extra puns in to make it easier to blend together of what we said. So you could have gone for stitching it together. Oh, I could have fucking should have. Yeah. <laughs> Get oh, good. Well, bad things happen, mate. Maybe. Cool. Um, yeah. Um, it's one of those ones where once they're reduced below half wounds, you have to declare it. Yes. Yeah. And then your opponent knows and there's still two victory points up for grabs. So they might massively change how they play. Yeah. 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 Now, we had a discussion in the past where we we talked about if you like forget that. Yes. Now, actually, in game in Gaining Grounds, I keep wanting to say Gamergate 2018. Sick <laughs> um, <see> Kyle. Um, <laughs> fucking nutters. Um, yeah, in Gaining Grounds 2018, if you don't declare when you should do... Yeah. You can score no points from that scheme. So if you later mm. trigger it again, and they're like, "But you should have said last time that before." It had, it's just so you can't, first. Yeah. So you yeah. can't be like, get them below half wounds. Be like, I want to make sure I kill them and get the two points. Not tell them yeah. if you forget, yeah. and then you kill them later. Tough fucking tits. And you don't get nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Zero. Nine. <laughs> no, nothing. Not nine. <laughs> but the thing to be aware of with this is. If this, if you are playing, um, I still can't remember the name of this goddamn strategy. Uh, public executions. Execution. If you're playing public executions and this is on the table, if it has to be on the table. Well, yeah. yeah. But if your leader goes down to less than half wounds, yeah. Say, it's down to less than half wounds. Yeah. Because if I go, oh, I've done six points of damage to that person. Mm. If I'm not looking at the card every time yeah, that's true. and asking, and I don't want to ask every time because it makes it obvious of what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. So when your leader is damaged and goes below half a say, if you've got this, you'll probably you'll you'll score a point now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's good practice to to be open in that way. It's, yeah. it's good manners. It makes a much better f- play environment. Yeah. You feel less like you're trying to get away with things rather yeah. than you're, you're playing the game properly and trying to outthink you you, you'll feel yeah feel like you've strategically won a game rather than con somebody <laughs> well, I won because they forgot and denied in, themselves in, three points in the immortal words of Colin Howard you'd be being a cunt yes yeah, yeah. you're going to leave that in aren't you I possibly like that's yeah, what you put in being, yeah. a, being a joss <laughs> yeah. yeah being a right joss um, because yeah you, you should I mean it's it's possible that you're going to forget yourself but to be honest you should be shitting it when they attack your master when you're playing yeah, yeah, these yeah. schemes and strategies because it's there. And if you both should be of like, you are trying to remember and both of you are doing this, like then that's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. I take this one all the time. Yeah. I like it because it's really straightforward. Yeah. And, and there's some slight wibbly wobbliness with like models and But it's yeah, yeah. also really fun to go and kill their master. Yeah. Yeah. Kill their best model. Yeah. On, on turn two. Oh yeah. Cool <laughs> yeah, cheers Colin. Um <laughs> And I do have one recommendation from the tournament. Yeah. Don't take it against Tara because she can teleport back to her own deployment zone. <laughs> hey, you touched me, run away. I had a Tara on one wound. <laughs> Hiding in a corner went, of the board. Check out this zero action. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's frustrating. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and I th- are there any other masters it's. It's really bad against. 
obviously the ones that come back. So Leviticus. Really, if this is in the pool, you don't want to be taking McCabe. No, you don't. He's really bad yeah, at it. Because he takes seven wounds and is sacrificed. Yeah. And then you get dismounted McCabe. Yeah. So you're getting them two points really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, although he's still on the... Is he still on the board? We still yes, he's still a master. He is your master. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's yeah. got a master on his I, thing. I yeah. would say so. Um, yeah. Anyone that's got who's, got... who's got hard to kill? Victoria's are bad because they're fragile. But the fact Victoria's are really good at achieving this. Yeah. They're really bad at not getting killed themselves. Mm. In an ideal world, what you'll do is you'll land the killing blow with your uh, Victoria of Ashes master model. Who then has the new upgrade that allows her to bury. She chucks a couple cards and disappears. And then you unbury her in the last turn. As long as you unbury her in the last turn. Because if you don't... Then, then she's not in play. Yeah. 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 So just a bit of a memory game with that so one. So I, I think Ironsides is really good at this. Yeah? Yeah. Because she can heal quite effectively on her own. Yeah. Mm. And has hard to kill. Yeah. Mm. So um, she's she's fairly tanky. Like anyone that's fairly tanky... Seamus has hard to wound... Impossible to Impossible win. Impossible to win. win. Seamus yeah. is good at yeah. yeah. Sandeep as well. Sandeep, well, Sandeep's good at everything. Yeah. He doesn't really need a yeah. thing for that. Um, and when you kill their master, you will gain shed blood. Yeah. Condition, yes. As long as another one of their models can see you. Which is likely because it's rare you put your master away from everything else. You'd normally yeah. have something to support your yeah. master. I think this is tricky against... If you're playing, if you know you're going to be playing against a support master that's going to hang back, mm -hmm. yeah, or just a long range one like Rasputina or Eva. Yeah, mm. but I think most factions have a good mix of combat and range. long distance ranged yeah. masters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have. I would have guild said... more long range masters than combat masters. Potentially, um, and resurrectionists are more close range mm. than long range. You've got a yeah. few support masters in there, and but you've then got Reaver. the res is a shitty to murder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think most most have a good yeah. a good mix. Cool. Which, as you pick in stuff after you've seen what the strategies are, you you yeah. get some options at least. Oh god, they've taken Rasputina. I'm never going to get to her. Fuck that. Yeah. The one time I played Joe when this was in the pool in GG 2017. And didn't take it when it was available was the one fucking time I killed Rescue Tina. <laughs> and I went, oh no, I changed my mind at the last minute because I've never killed her before. <laughs> it's the worst day. Anything to add, gentlemen? No, yeah. I think that covers it for the paired. Yeah. Then back to your regularly scheduled programming. So the first numbered one is Covert Breakthrough. Number one. Uh, at the end of the game, this crew earns one victory point for each of its scheme markers within six inches of the enemy deployment zone. Hmm. This pairs well with anything else that's getting you across the board. <coughs> yep. um, it pairs well with things like the wagons, where you're going to be running over the board, across the board anyway, potentially. Probably pairs better with symbols of authority. Yeah. 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 Excellent, because you're going to be right up More in their grill. Yeah. Um, Double interact. I take that away. I drop a scheme marker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, efficient. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good. Um, and yeah, I mean, this is this is one for your what what the game game terms scheme runners, those quick models that can get across the board yeah. and drop the yeah. markers in the right place and kind yeah. of survive doing so. Um, yeah. You're from the shadows stuff again. Yeah. Yeah. That's always All useful. That in theory, stuff. they can start in position to do it and yeah. then wander off and join the fight. Yeah. Cool. Um, to number two. Yes. Dig their graves. 
I love this one. So, uh, once per turn, after this crew kills or sacrifices an enemy non-peon model that is within four inches of one or more of this crew's scheme markers, this crew earns one victory point. Yeah. Now, after scoring, your opponent may remove one scheme marker friendly to your crew within four inches of the killed or sacrificed model. They get to pick which grave it falls in. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that's interesting that the opponent chooses. Yeah. Yeah. So you can theoretically help deny them from doing it again. Other things. Other yeah. things, yeah. Other yeah. Things, yeah. Now, some interesting things with this one. Yep. Um... It's once per turn. It is once per turn, so you can't set up multiples. You need to drag your kills out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Non-peon, so anything else counts. Summons count. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can kill or sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. And anything can kill, so a peon can push something in a grave. Yes. Which is uh, interesting. This obviously pairs really well with the killy strategies. Yeah. Um, Watch me kick them into a grave. Ha ha ha. Yes. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. going to display their blood and then bury them. Yeah. Oh, we're going to bury half of them. The rest. Yeah. Of the rest I'm going to wear as a mask. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It goes quite nicely with some of the other um, schemes. If you're going to be dropping lots of scheme markers anyway, mm -hmm. then being able to kind of do snap. So it gets a nice way of throwing your opponent. Anything like Titania that can chuck down a load of scheme markers yeah. means yeah. that you've got a wealth of things to pick from and to score this off. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a few of the pick things that if when you they kill something, they can drop a scheme marker. Yeah. So you've so got... So the order... Them. Depends on the order. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Depends on the order. Well... If it's the the way I understand it is if if it's your activation yeah. and it says when killed and this says when killed you get to pick the order so you pick so the screen mark, mark and then you, you yeah get trigger the thing yeah if it says after killing then it becomes yeah so I just yeah because this says this after is... this crew kills yeah yeah so if that oh, says yeah, when yeah. this crew then that should trigger first yeah. and you should get it yeah yeah cool, cool. um. My favourite models for this were the Witchling Stalkers, simply because... Uh, sorry, the Witchling Thralls. They're your favourite model for everything, Yeah, Brian. I'm, I'm yeah. talking about them a lot, but if you drop a scheme marker within four inches of one, it gets to punch. <laughs> so you can you can dig a grave and it gets really angry about graves being dug. Because it wants it filled. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No empty holes. Yes. <laughs> Hang on. Um, Aaron. Yeah, so they're really, really good. Yeah. So number three, then, setup. Um... When you choose a scheme, note down an enemy master, henchman, or enforcer model. Once per game, at the end of any turn, this crew may reveal the scheme to earn a number of victory points equal to the number of this crew's scheme markers within four inches of the noted enemy model. Yeah. They remove all this crew's scheme markers within four inches. You can score all three of your scheme points in one go with this. Yes, you can. In fact, well, if you want all way. three points, you it's have the only to. way to get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's quite a difficult... Setup, ironically. Yeah. De depending on what you're using, if you've got if loads of stuff that chucks down screen markers, yeah, yeah, then you've got a good. Yeah. Now there's a, an equi there's been equivalent similar things to yes, this before. Has, yeah. um, I very rarely take them because I find them quite fiddly. Yeah, but they go really well with those masters that are dropping scheme markers and making or, people drop things in combats and yeah. things like that. <clears throat> or models that can drop scheme markers when engaged. Yeah. Yeah. 
or models that can drop them that don't require the interact action. No. So there's quite a few ways. Oh, you ideally, can do it. ideally all three at the same time. Yeah, to be able to get all yeah, yeah. Um, pick pick one of their things that is going to activate early in the turn, generally. Yeah, and then mob it, throw it a bunch of tech markers down. Yeah, and beat the shit I out think <laughs> the key to this one is. Well, no, you don't beat the shit out of it. Yeah, is is looking at your enemy's crew and going, which model's coming to me? Yeah, because that makes it so much easier. Yeah, yeah. Well, if they've if they've got something like a, a joss that's going to be getting up in your face, yeah, set up yeah. a nice target for the joss, and then put some scheme markers near it. Mm. Yeah, come on. Then. Yeah, what's also quite interesting about this? Most of them is at the after the tur first turn. Yeah, this could be any turn. Yeah. So theoretically, again, you from the shadow, something one. right in the middle of it, drop loads of scheme markers down. Once, well, they've activated. Yeah. Obviously, that's a spicy meatball, Aaron. Well, well thought. I yeah. like it. Mm. So you could score loads of points really early on. Yeah. Really fuck them over. It that's is... psychologically demoralising. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is tricky to get that many scheme markers within four inches of a single point because you yeah. can't drop them within four inches of another yeah. scheme marker. So you kind of want to be making a triangle around. Them. Or having people that let you just. Piss out scheme markers rather than taking interact actions to drop them. Yes. yes. Do you know what's interesting? Particle Model physics. Yes. But <laughs> in relation to this, keeping on topic, yeah. um, the mostly guild models that drop scheme markers when they die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come and. I'm going to. Kill me. Beta. Yeah. yeah. Kill me, kill me, bump. <laughs> Shit's out some scheme markers. Yeah. Like, walk forward and drop one. And then have two people there that are going to... Ah, uh, if you have this and Frame for Murder in the same <laughs> Really good. Yeah, you're going to kill that guy. Everything is good. Or you get into a position where you have them in the same pool, don't take either of them and throw one at them. And they're going, no, just go away. I don't want to kill it. Like, <laughs> runs around with impunity for the entire game, yeah. laughing yeah. as you do other things. Yeah. Until they realise you're not doing it and they stab it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, number four then, hold up their forces. Um, again, may not start revealed. Reveal this scheme once the crew has earned any VP. After the first turn, uh, you gain a victory point if at least one of your non-peon models is engaged with two enemy models with no other friendly models engaging them. Yeah, mm -hmm. two. So this is basically you're running a model in, getting engaged with a couple things. Yeah. Uh, in some kind of polyamorous tryst. Yeah. Um, and then you are hoping to survive to the end of the turn to yeah. score the points. So you're kind of abandoning models on their own. So this is great for models like uh, Joss that are tanky. Yeah, tanky stuff that can do it. It's yeah. great for things like Grimwell, who can keep people in place. Yeah, you can't stop me scoring yeah. this. Yeah. I will. It's yeah. also really, really good against... Summoners. Yes. Because they're going to end up with lots of models. Yeah. Yes. So if you can run in and tie them up. Yeah. You've got, got a scoring point from. Yeah. Again, pairing well with um, st strategies where you're it's forcing you to get close to each yeah. other. Yeah. Um, really good with wagons. Yes, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they're going to be Run and do. stand near their wagon and be like, no, fuck off. Yeah. yeah. This is a thing. Um, yeah. I'm it, doing two things at once. Yay. Da, da, da. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of the ones where it's almost one of those ones where you're you're then thinking, even if you've not taken it because it's in the pool, you're trying to avoid that situation. Yeah. Um, Why is he running towards me? No, no. And you can actually be like, oh, I don't actually want to kill this model because then it leaves open a hold up their forces potential score. Yeah. Or 
I I don't. Then you're kind of going. I don't want to throw a second model in there just yeah, in yeah. case, and they might not want yeah. it. Yeah, it becomes it, very interesting the way one, it potentially out. everybody could be wanting one-to-one battles about yeah. and nobody taking this. Which team. is where an elite crew is really really good. Yes. This is very good for elite crews because they're not going to want to multiple engage on you, and so you get to go. My thing's better than yours and kill it. Yeah. Yeah. It's the kind of thing. The couple times I have played this, it has been sprung on me from feels yeah. like from nowhere, and I'm like, oh, they've got a point, and then. You're trying to stop them getting the point, and yeah. actually, it's quite hard. Yeah. So especially if they can out-activate you and kind of pick a lures are great. Yeah, pulling people Go, out. Yeah, pulling people out or pulling people in. You come here. You two both here now. Yeah. You go engage them. You've come and engage me as well. People yeah. with massive melee ranges. Lily too. Yeah. Watch me having an eight-inch bubble of. Oh, he runs my Yeah, we're engaged. Useful. I'm yeah. engaging you two, so we're we're engaged. But you can't actually hit me at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So like Ulix again with his four inch. Yeah, it becomes really shit. good. Yeah. Uh, but it also that plays against you because it's really no, no, it doesn't ignore that. Yeah, but it is also encouraging you not to kill enemy models. Mm. Yeah. yeah, which is interesting because you want lots of their models about. If you kill too many of their models, then it's hard, really hard to score. Yeah. yeah, you don't want to table them until you've scored. Yeah. Points. yeah. So that's interesting. Cool. So number five. Yes. Undercover Entourage. This is one of my favourite schemes. Okay. Not seen this one before. So, so. When you choose the scheme, note down one of this crew's masters or henchman models. At the end of the game, if the chosen model is in the opponent's half of the table, you gain a victory point. If the chosen model is in the enemy deployment zone, you gain an additional victory point. And if it's in the opponent's half of the table and has more than half of its original wounds remaining, you gain an additional point. Yes. So I really like this. You like stuff like this where you've got to kind of like get across the board and, yeah. and do that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> I, I don't. I very rarely. Do you know what this? This and the one where you're dropping scheme markers in their deployment zone. If you've got a really good scheme runner like mm. a, a Blessed December, it has to be a henchman or a master, doesn't it? What's that? That your pick, the master pick. or henchman? Yeah. yeah. Or is that an enforcer? I okay. Yeah. So there, there are still very good models you can do it with. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of stuff that can heal itself. Yeah. It's great. Of Victoria being able to bury and pop back up later on, yeah, mm. is always good because you can murder some stuff near your own, bury yeah. yourself, and then get Ooh. someone to pop you back yeah. up at their yeah. deployment zone. I'm thinking I quite like the idea of doing this with Lord Chompy Bits and the Dreamer, mm-hmm. uh, uh, ooh. because oh, you have you can't... it has to be the Dreamer because yeah, you don't you hire, but you yeah. turn him into Chompy. Chompy does his thing. If he dies, the Dreamer pops out. Later yeah. on, turns back into Chompy, and then you just unbury the dreamer in their their deployment zone at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I quite like the idea of doing it with Lynch and using the hungering darkness. Yeah, uh, because again, it can die. It could die, but it buries and it comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and then throwing it across the yeah. uh, across the table. That that's quite fun. Z- and- Zip might be quite useful this one again. Yeah, he's, he can go from basically one side of the board to the other, yeah, so he can hide yeah, over yeah. one side of the now, table. Now, Rezzers I thought would struggle, but you just give them a horse. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Like yeah. Rezzers actually any of them can do the shape. To be honest, Seamus is really good at it because he's Seamus teleport. Is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, Reva is good because she's quick. Anything yeah. that can heal itself. 
Yes. Yeah. Seamus. Reva. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Things that things that heal because yeah. then you know I've been reduced to one wound, but actually I'm going to sit in your deployment zone and heal myself, and then I count for more points, yeah. and everything is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number six, Aaron. So we have inescapable trap. Dun dun dun. Um, again, it's a reveal one once it's been scored. Mm-hmm. So at the end of every turn after the first, this crew gain earns one victory point if two or more enemy non peon models are in three inches of one or more ski markers friendly to this crew. Then remove one qualifying ski marker. So interestingly, right. you're choosing the ski mm. marker. This has caused a lot of <coughs> debate. Okay. So. If two or more mo- enemy non-PR models are within three inches of one or more scheme markers. Now, if you've got two scheme markers ten inches apart, yeah. and there's a model next to each one, yeah. does that count? If they said one or more scheme markers for enemies is Now, yeah, now this, and this is the thing. As written, yeah. to me, it doesn't matter if they're different scheme markers. No. That's... Whereas... The, the the believed intention is yeah. it's the same marker. Okay. Because it's one trap. Which does make sense. Yeah. Now and this is the then this is a big thing. Then it's something I wanted to bring up at this point. Rules as intended versus rules as written. Yeah, yeah. Now most of the time I'm quite happy going with rules as intended. Yeah. Because that's fine. As long as everyone understands the intention. Yeah, yeah. The problem that comes into this is in competitive play, because you are playing from a whole lot of like a whole lot of different people from a whole lot of different metas, as it were, from yeah. a whole lot of different gaming groups who are going to have read it differently. Yes. So, anything like this, if you've got a shit up to you're fine. Yes, yeah. they'll mention it at the beginning. And I want to be very clear that is not a dig at anyone that has encountered this problem recently, because yeah, yeah. it's happened, and. It has happened to the TO that ran the tournament we ran, and it is not a kind of going, I'm not going, if you're any good, so you're not. But things like this are something to be aware of. Like If you've got someone that is perfectly on their game, then boom, it might not be an issue because you mentioned it at the beginning. But if you don't know it's going to be an issue, you can't always do that. Yeah, because you could arguably have read it as one way and go, I can't see how anybody else would see it differently. Yeah, and that happens all the time because you read it and think it sounds... If it's if it has they have to be near the same marker. Yeah. Why does it say? It would more? say it, but, but near the same. Yeah, near, near to the same marker. It doesn't matter about other markers. They don't. The reason it's it. I think right. I think the reason it says one or more is because it wants to say one of your scheme markers. Yeah. Right. But if it says one of your scheme markers and there it, are two, you're within three inches of two markers. So you can't get the one. You just say I within think, three inches of the same scheme marker. The same friendly scheme marker. That's yeah. what it should say, and it's not what I it says. I completely agree with you. The way this reads, and the way I would be saying if I was organising something, is that, no, it just has to be within three or more of scheme markers. Yeah. It seems I really do... easy to score. Yeah, I, I believe yeah. the intention is it is the same marker. I genuinely, to make it because... I genuinely think that's what they're trying to achieve. But that's, really that's not worded. what's written. Yeah. I mean, I know we were being a bit pedantic over full stops and commas before, but, you know, but, that's, that's being pedantic. And, that's and shit. I can completely understand why this has caused so much drama. Yeah, yeah huge. Because it, it's not great. Now, I would say with us, we would go, right, how are we going to play this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way is fine. 
basically, is it really easy or is it a bit more difficult? Yeah. And I would err on the side of the, as most of these things I think you should do, you err on the side of the less less powerful outcome. Yeah, because otherwise if one person takes the other don't, they've got some easy points. Yeah, so I do think that the idea, the idea is it is one marker yeah. and they're in, within that of the same marker. But again, as written at the moment... Yeah. I I would argue that no, it can be separate marks. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. But it's, I another, think it's another discuss before play. It, it very much is, but I think that will change. Yeah. I think they will turn around and clarify that because is it's it, going to have to happen. Is it easier to have? I suppose having having them close to the same marker, you only need to drop one marker. Yeah. True. But I think. But you've got to then lure two people to it. Yeah, if you, you drop if a marker and have lots of people around it, and you, you kind if, of sort. yeah, but if you're playing someone that can piss out markers, that's not hard. Yeah, to get two models near one of your markers. Yeah, so I I don't know. I I would just clarify it before you start your game. Yeah, or before at least before you pick it. Yeah. Uh, if you see this in the scheme pool, just be aware that it might be interpreted differently, and yeah. you should check with your opponent, if not check with the event yeah. organizer. Yeah, just as a thing. Cool. So, number seven. Yeah. Show of force. Cool. That's me, isn't it? It is. Um, So, it's another one that as soon as you score any VP from it, um, it's revealed. Which is, again, Um, I think a general, we can safely assume, if it's not end of the game, you reveal it once it's scored. Yep. So, at the end of every turn after the first, count the number of face-up upgrades with a printed cost greater than zero attached to each non-master model within six inches of the centre of the board for each crew. Upgrades which began the game attached to a master do not count towards this total. Mm-hmm. So, your master's upgrades do not count. So, you're looking at the upgrades on Well, it's each your... non-master model anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, there are no, uh, there, yeah. are, there are two Mas- masters that I can think of that this matters for: uh, Jack Dor and, and McCabe. McCabe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're talking about upgrades on your henchmen and your enforcers. Yeah. Yes. If this crew has at least one qualifying upgrade and has a number of qualifying upgrades equal to or exceeding the opposing crew's number of qualifying upgrades, this crew earns one victory point. Bit of a mouthful, but what it's saying is count the number of cards, not the the soulstone yeah. cost. And it's again. You have to beat the opponent. Now, yeah. this favours elite crews again. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you, you, or when you, you're fully aware that somebody's playing the crosshair at seven and won't be able to afford upgrades very much, so you put one upgrade well, on one of your entry well, no, 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 on you the see, table. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the correct way of doing it, because I think you've missed yeah. a couple of these conversations. So <clears> you <throat> generate your schemes and strategies. Yeah. You declare your factions. Yeah. yeah. You pick your crews, you reveal your crews, then you pick what you're taking. So if you look at theirs and go, you've not got any upgrades on Enforcers or Henchmen, it's quite easy to score that. As long as you've got some, yeah. Yeah. So So you might pick your crew in order to be able to play it with the intention of doing it, but you could also go, shit, they've got loads, no, I'm not going to bother, I'll pick some else. But they will take it, so I need to make sure I'm stopping them getting in the middle. Yeah. so it's, you're rebuilding but if you both take it you both can't both score because you have to have more yeah. mm-hmm. so that's an interesting so one it can be a, yeah. there's an interaction it's basically a denial score. scoring system on this yeah. one it's really anti-synergistic with the table quarter strategy because you yes, have to be in the middle of the board and yeah. that doesn't count so you have to be within the one. thing you don't want to be within yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean this is can be awkward to score or really easy, easy to score. Yeah. Which I quite like. Yeah. 
because it's not awkward or easy because of what it is. It's awkward or easy depending on what your opponent does, and yeah, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. For me, I feel this one's making me go cross-eyed, and therefore I wouldn't bother taking it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm quite glad I took it. Yeah, yeah, you beat it, me in that game. Yes, it's, it's, um, I mean, it's it, it it's a great one. Yeah, but it is one that you you read a couple of times and then go because once you go. Oh, okay. I just need to have more upgrades on my stuff than them. Yeah, they can't be zeros, which, cool. which is good because yeah. otherwise mages are ridiculous. Yeah. Mm. Oh, you need to get two of them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. Also so good. So pairs nicely with anything where you're holding the centre of the table. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I meant to say earlier that. Um, well, it pairs nicely do, do, with. Do, 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 uh, yeah. I'm going to put yeah. down some markers that are eight inches away and have a non. Minion model yeah. doing it because you go cool. I'm going to go stand in the corner. I'm going to chuck a marker behind uh, something in the center. Sorry, chuck a marker behind me and be like, boom, this is mine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's quite good. Yeah, cool. Number eight, search the ruins. At the end of the game, this crew earns two victory points if it has three or more scheme markers within six inches of the center. And not within two inches of other friendly scheme markers. That's quite easily doable. Yep. Yep. If at least two of the qualifying scheme markers are on the opponent's half, you gain an additional victory point. Yep. So again, not particularly synergistic with um, ours. No. But you can stand outside of six and drop it within six. Yeah. yeah so you can be clever with it. Yeah. Yep. It's not completely anti, but you are pushing yourself close, especially if they've got movement tricks to then go, oh, I push you in the middle. You don't count anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A fairly simple one. It's quite good. Scheme runners are good, but you are having to do it near the centre. So scheme runners are normally quite quick and fragile. You don't want scheme runners in the middle of the board. Particularly, depending on what's going on. You're going to be dropping this with other models. Really, really good one, though, for scheme runners if you're playing Symbols of Authority, because you're not really going towards the middle, you're going past it. Yeah. So you could scheme runner because it's nip it after the enemy crew's tried to get past Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a second wave. Yeah. Or we're coming towards the end of the game, I'll go back here, do this. I'll go, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Yeah. Cause chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I quite like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, it, it changes where you're playing the game yeah. based yeah. on the other ones are the corners. Now you're playing the centre, so you're always sort of moving about and yeah. shifting. It yeah. goes nicely with again with other things. So if you're dropping scheme markers in the centre of the board anyway, if you uh, just fill the centre of the board with markers and then dig, dig their graves yeah. and all this kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. But again, we dig their graves, they have it into picks, so they might take the ones that are going to cause you problems. Yeah. It's yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, cool. Yeah, number so nine, take prisoner. So, when you choose a scheme, note down an enemy model. At the end of the game, if this crew has at least one non-peon model engaged with a noted enemy model, this crew earns two victory points. If this crew earns any victory points in the scheme and there are no other enemy models with three inches of the noted model, the crew gains an additional victory point. This one's weird. Yeah, that's very odd. It's an enemy model. A single enemy model. It doesn't have to be a henchman, a leader, or anything like that. No. Mm -hmm. Um, but it, it needs to be something model. that's going to live until the end of the game. Yeah. And that you can live with having yes. living alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is likely to be on its own. Yeah. Because it needs to be not within three inches. I mean, three inches isn't massive. Well, but also, it, but you could just go, I'm going to let that one point go to get I, the two. I would be taking this, if I'm playing a crew that hands out slow or paralysed, mm. uh, so if I'm playing sort of 
shit on your day and have a rubbish game Pandora as I've named her um, <laughs> they're handing out loads of paralysed and things like that um, I'd quite happily take this because I'll just make sure I pin a model and be like cool you're going to sit there everything's cool and just keep paralysing you and Hannah. starting your play Hannah is really good berry 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 that yeah and just make sure you can get near it yes um, if you look at your opponent's currency they've got like a soup like you're like I'm never going to be able to kill that that's a really horrible model. But again, but again, if it it's surviving, so you kind of keep away from it and run it towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in that last turn, it needs to not murder you. Yep. It's risk, so risk activation will probably be an advantage. Yes, like very risk reward as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had this pulled off against me at the tournament um, as I played against Tara. And my opponent declared Sonia as his target. <laughs> um, and then the nothing beast just came and, and sat on her for a long time. Uh, and, and then also also Talos as well. Mm. So lots of points dedicated to that, but they had also murdered a lot of things on the way in. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, take one for the team. Mm. Giggle, giggle. I like the tagline um, for this one. So we never really liked him anyway. Oh, it's called loved you anyway. <laughs> really obscure for you for a friend preference. Um, okay. Uh, when you choose this scheme, note and crew uh, one of this crew's non-peon, non-leader models as sucker. Uh, if the chosen sucker model is killed or sacrificed by an enemy model, you earn a victory point. Mm -hmm. If the enemy model has a higher soulstone cost than the sucker or was a master. Um, the crew earns an additional victory point. Some henchman models have a soulstone cost of zero. These models count as having a cost of 13 minus their cash. Which is different. So it's accounting for Victoria of Blood and Hungry and Darkness. Yeah. Uh, if the scheme was revealed on or after turn four, this crew earns one additional victory point. Yeah. Now, it used to be you wanted to get them killed as quickly as possible. Before turn three. In the old the old mm. way, in it, Frame for Murder. There was no Soulstone cost involved. It was a Master or Henchman, I think. Master killed. and Henchman got the extra one. Yeah. yeah. So now, now what you're doing is you're trying to pick the lowest possible Soulstone model you can that you can... Live with losing, but can keep alive until turn four, yeah. and then feed to the right person. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. In the um, no minions left thing. Yeah, because you know you they can want have... you to kill. They trying to yeah, kill so your minions. Yeah, if you minions. have one and you yeah. hide it and hide it and hide it, and then go, oh no, I messed up. You can get it this turn. <laughs> yeah. Right at the end, they go, ha ha, bang. Yeah, cool. Three, three points. Thank you very much. Yeah. You can have the one. Yeah, yeah. This is the stuff I like about Malifaux. Yeah, it's the levels can be really cunning. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. they are proper schemes. Yeah, you are scheming to get yeah. this off. Yeah. I like the addition of making you have to keep the model alive. That that was that's the big change that I like with that. Well, because again, yeah. an experienced player, you just run something forward and, and laugh when yeah. they murder it. As, uh, as an example, the last game I played before this stuff came out, I threw one of my balls at Colin's crew, knowing that it, once it's away from things, it will just go mental and start yeah, charging. Until he kills do it. loads of damage and you kill it. If anyone um, ever plays Colin, he always picks the canine remains in his reses, and it, that's always the sucker. Yeah. Yeah. Never kill his canine remains. No. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, it used to because used to uh, it used to be just throw a model at the enemy, and nine times out of ten they just kill it. Yeah, because of panic. Yeah. Oh my god, that thing's in your face. Yeah. Um, whereas now, it's not. So the higher the soulstone cost of the model, the more likely it is to turn to survive. Yeah. To mm-hmm. turn four to get you that point, but the less likely it is to be killed by something worthwhile. Worth more. It's kind of the thing, if you see that your opponent's hired a, an, a, re, a really elite crew, so everything's costing a lot of soul stones. It's yeah. great. And you've got a model. So I, I did this against Seamus in the tournament. Um, I picked a Witchling Stalker, and every model that he had cost more than the Witchling Stalker, apart from the copycat killer. Guess who killed my Witchling Stalker <laughs> in turn three? Ouch. Oh. One point. Oh. One point. One Mother humping point. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. I, I like the idea of, of sacrificing models. If you've got, I think, anything that's really killy, it's a really yeah. nice choice. If you're not playing a killy strategy or there's other killy schemes, then maybe not so much. Unless you put it down as one of your scheme runners that you're going to try and lure them out with. But then you're sacrificing a scheme runner that you kind of don't take as many of because they're quite good and they do their thing. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting one. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Number 11, recover evidence. So, this is an interesting one. So you cannot start the game revealed with this revealed, obviously. But you may reveal this scheme at the beginning of any turn. After revealing this scheme, your opponent chooses five of their models in play, or all of them if they have less than five. Place an enemy evidence marker in base contact with the models chosen by the opponent. So you, the player with the scheme, are placing the markers, Mm -hmm. but next to the models they choose. Yes. Models in this crew may use a one interact action to remove an enemy evidence marker in base contact with itself. If they do, you earn a victory point. So again, you can score all of these in one turn. Yes. Um, I like this one. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, I really like the idea. I'm not sure how often I'll take it over mm. some of the others. I, I took it once in the tournament and I went <gasps> and remembered it when they had four models left. Yeah, so they only got four markers. Yeah, yeah. but I, you only need three. Yeah, you only need three, yeah. So I was just like, oh, 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 this. Right, okay, cool. It's my first game. Um, and yeah, I managed to get all three from it. Yeah. Whereas um, we, game we played, we both took it. Both ended up revealing on the same game, same yeah. turn. Yeah. Had a bunch of markers lying around on the floor, and we we're all kind of engaged with each other. Yeah. And it was a little bit like, this, this could work. Yeah. 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 It was a bit messy. Be- because you can't take that one interact while you're engaged, you kind of have to move. So if you've got a crew that's got lots of pushes, pulls, mm. that kind of thing, so you get them to drop it and then move them out of the way and, and come and scoop up. That's quite good. Um, if you're playing against an elite crew, that can be useful because yeah. you know where they're going to be. If you're yeah. playing lots of stuff, or if you're playing against a gun line, yeah. or if they're going to be keeping some stuff back, yeah. um, then that might not be the uh, the best option. Yeah, um, it's, yeah, it's quite... It, that, this feels the closest to the old headhunter in that you're trying to sort of hoover up specific markers. Mm. But it's... You, but you're you, not killing to do it. You're not yeah. killing to do it. And that, the enemy then can't mess with them. Yes. Mm. That's an important thing. It's an yeah. enemy marker, so marker. they can't remove their own 
markets. Yeah, and they can't move to yeah. Viper. Yeah. Because mm. all those move things. Because I'd be like, the Waku Rangers can move skin markets. Yeah. Yeah. But they can't move an enemy an, market. An evidence market, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I, quite, I quite like it. In all the games I've played with it, the other person's gone, I'm declaring this. And then I've gone, ah, sure, I should declare it as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it causes massive chaos. Cause it, yeah, because it just it, it's an injection of, oh my God, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, which I quite like. Yeah. I like the, the chaos of it, the confusion that it yeah. causes. Um, but it's not, if I desperately want to win the game, I'm not sure it's one that I would, I would take. Cool. Cool. So number 12 then, Vendetta. Um, reveal when you score points. Scheming player notes one of their non-leader, non-peer models with a soulstone cost greater than zero, and an enemy model with a soulstone cost equal to or greater than the scheming player's chosen model. If the noted friendly model's first attack action in a game is against the noted enemy model, score a victory point and reveal the scheme. If the noted enemy model is not in play at the end of the game, and the scheme has been revealed, score one additional victory point. If the noted enemy model is killed by the chosen friendly model, score three victory points. Mm. So it's interesting. So you can obviously you can't score more than three no, points. No, you are still in T three. But if you miss, if it's not the first attack, you've still got the chance to still. And it out. is in play at the end of the game. If you killed it and it came back, yeah. Well, no, it has to be killed. So you can't sacrifice <laughs> in that model. No. So yeah, you could miss your first attack. Yeah, you could. But but if you kill it with that model, you still gain all three. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, because the only um, way to score the the second point is by having the first tax. You have to reveal the scheme. Yeah, which you can only do by scoring that first victory point. Mm, yeah, because you can't choose to reveal schemes unless it says you can. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about this one. It's yeah. too fiddly for my liking. Yeah. I really like it in certain circumstances. Yeah, yeah. I can see. I can so, see why. Uh, if I'm playing Outcasts and I have hands, mm-hmm. I'm taking this shit because he can see through most things mm-hmm. um, and he actually, he can shoot into combats mm-hmm. without caring, etc, yeah. um, etc. Et the problem is that once you've made that first attack, it's declared yeah. and then they know who's trying to kill who and mm-hmm. they can take evasive action. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's almost worth not doing it and just trying to finish it off with that particular model. Yeah. He's really good at that. Um, and How many points is Hans? Uh, he's not a lot of points now. My he phone just done. died, so I can't look him up. Um, he's now seven, I think. Okay, no, that's pretty so good. So he's quite low. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I like that. I think it's a good one to take if you're, deploy- if you're deploying second, and you'll, you will know by the time you choose stuff. Yeah. Will you? Yeah, yeah. Grab the rule book. Just to be just to be clear, um, on the encounter setup, at stage four you determine deployment, then you determine strategy and available crew schemes. So you know yeah, where you're okay. gonna be and which order you're gonna deploy. Cool. If you're deploying second, yeah. then you can get that model near the model it needs to target. If you're deploying first, they might it's put that model near as miles yeah. away. Yeah. And you need to consider that so it's not as deploy, necessarily as easy. Like because I look at this and go, ooh. For a easy couple of points from the shadow model with a range attack, mm. uh, Frycore Trapper, mm, uh, December Acolytes, yeah, just be able to go <laughs> boom. There you go. I've scored a victory point, in... and you're slow, yeah. and I just need to kill you by the end of the game. Yeah, like, 
and you want to pick kind of the weakest possible model you can yeah so you kind of want uh, a low cost one but then it's hard to make that kill with it and it's but then generally like if you're picking say a higher point model a it's going to be being attacked anyway and you yeah. kind of know what it's going to do because they want to yeah. use it effectively whereas if you pick another minion then where's it going to go is it you know you don't you don't necessarily know mm-hmm. so it's interesting like yeah. i quite like it yeah mm. um i mean i'm um... I can see where you're coming from completely. There's some there's some interesting things that go on with yeah. it, but I'm I'm with Chase. It's, 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 it's a lot of fiddliness yeah. to it. Yeah. To it that puts would put me off choosing it. I okay. can see why it's interesting because you've got yeah. to, you, well, like it's just it, different styles and different it, ways yeah, of play. It is, as well. and I think if you're like shit hot on your Malifaux and you know what you're doing, you're not having to think about so much other stuff. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. But with us, I think we still sometimes go in. Oh God, I need to remember this. And it's another thing to remember. Yeah. See, and I would take this because and it's very picky in its all activation mm-hmm. order. Because well. it involves killing yeah. stuff. For me, it feels straightforward, not not difficult at all. So I'm quite happy with this one. Okay. Um, cool. Last one. So, number 13. Public demonstration. Make your voice heard. This scheme may not start revealed. When you choose this scheme, note down up to three minion models in this crew with a combined soulstone cost of at least 15. Once per game, at the end of any turn, this crew may reveal this scheme to earn a victory point for each of the noted models within four inches of light and line of sight of an enemy master, henchman or enforcer. If I'm playing your, you, Joe, I'll take this because you take elite crews with lots of uh, masters, henchmen and mm. forces. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes with no minions. Uh, yeah, depends. Um, unless I'm playing Rasputina. Yes. Rasputina takes yeah. mostly minions. But um, again, you get to put this <coughs> after I see what your master is. Yep. You've revealed your crew, so it, it's, a, it's a good choice. If I play by like... Five model Ramos list, <laughs> yeah. but you need three models. They're minions, so you take well, three tough minions, but then they're costing a lot. Or you you take a, a seven and two fours. Yeah, but then you've got to keep that because the moment yeah, one of those models dies, mm. yeah. you've lost a victory point. Are there any eight point minions? There are nine point min- minions. Mm. The okay. delicious witchling thralls. <laughs> they're, they're just good at everything isn't so they're, they? they're minions which means that Lucius can command them and they automatically pass horror jewels they don't they're not immune because yeah, if just they're, yeah, stupid, they are they're just good. so good stupid good yeah they're, I think they're the best minion in the game I love them they are definitely I want to hug them and kiss them and the only thing call not, them George do you know what, <laughs> do you know what I think might beat it Ferdinand Vogel is he a minion? He's a minion. Oh. He, t- yeah. he turns into... He turns into an enforcer. <laughs> level up! <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. level down. Um, when he comes I back, think but... all Arcanist players should, by law, um, have to take this if it's in the pool. <laughs> just so they have to take some minions. Just, just because it's a public demonstration and that's what they're all about. Sometimes, yeah. Also, and I think Neverborn should be never allowed to take it because <laughs> they have to work from the shadows. I don't think that at all, but no, it's just what might be funny. Yeah, um, yeah. Are you drawn to this in any way? I don't like. I think it. There's. I don't know. I wouldn't take this very often. Yeah, depending on what I'm playing. Yeah. If I, if you, if you're going to run three ice dancers, that's wicked. Hmm. 
Yeah. Because no problem. Yeah. Um, no, because it only has to be any master, henchman, or enforcer. So, yeah. so I mean, they can all be engaged in the same one. Yeah. Yeah. So, or it can be spread out across the entire map. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Again, stuff where you're going to be near the enemy models anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah good. Right. Really good for gather intel. Um, yeah, not yeah. gather intel. Um, what's it called? The strategy called where you gather intel. You gain gather intel. Apply for information. Apply yeah. for information. Really yeah. good for apply for information because you're going to be next to each other but not necessarily beating each other up. Yes. So you go, oh, come and gather information on all my shitty minions. Ah, no, we scored three points. Yeah. Suck my face. I'd consider taking this with the boars because you probably want you tend to keep them bunched up together anyway with yeah. something that can keep them under control. Yeah. And then a master turns up, you just charge you know them in there. Do you know what is interesting? Cool. Yeah, yeah. stuff that's really quick. And if you can get to the point where you're out activating your opponent, yeah, yeah. so you go, well, I will move these three insidious madnesses in because yeah. they've got incorporeal and a master so, and a 14 inch move. Yeah. So <laughs> many things I look at and go, Hamlet would be good at this. Uh, Yes, yeah, because you, you act can, out, activate, and then just go. Meh. Here are the three things yeah, that. I mean, obviously, this yeah. is going to be very dependent on what your on what the opponent's crew. Oh, is yeah, doing. this this is one of those ones where you go. Mm, it's in the pool, so you either make the choice don't, you're going yeah. for it, or you're not. Yeah, don't that. take it in things where they're trying to kill your minions. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Great yeah. in wagons. Great in. Mm. Uh, yeah. po- um, points of authority that's Lincoln Park song um, <laughs> stop it Jay you put me one step closer to the edge with all these references oh, you're you about to break Prime. I am about to break <laughs> so, hopefully I'll become numb <laughs> excellent um, Simple. as long as it doesn't start like you know oh, right dear. well in the oh. end uh... <laughs> God, I don't know how Joe feels yeah, yeah, yeah it's awful isn't it yeah. every podcast Aaron every oh, podcast <laughs> So now, for every pun, I'm going to start referencing new metal. So, yeah, yeah, it, it's it's quite a good one. Yeah, yeah, I quite like that. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I probably would never take it. It's, it's, it's different it, styles, it's just, though, isn't but, it, it? Yeah. but it's the reason I like it is because it's awesome. Ten percent of the time, when everything aligns, mm. when the stars align, and they've got loads of enforcers, yeah. and you've put some minions in, and it's available, it's wicked. It's, I, I'd quite like to take this with my Pandora crew, actually, yeah. because I will throw a Teddy at you using Cade and mm-hmm. Teddy's extra pushes and pull. And then they'll move three minions up and go. Meh. Um, well, maybe they do it to me, but then I just follow up with Insidious Madnesses or Teleporting Sorrows. Yeah. Yeah, They're yeah. not going to be bothered about those because a Teddy's about to eat your face. Yes. And they're going to be dealing with the big yes. threat. And then I'm like, cool. And you want their auras overlapping anyway mm-hmm. because that, you know, it's, and this it's is what your I mean. willpower's reduced and all those. It, at it's, certain points, yeah. it's so good. But and I wouldn't the build a time, you'll never take it. I wouldn't build a crew necessarily with the intention of taking it. Yeah, that's fair. It's the kind of thing where you go, actually, that could be a, oh, that could be good. If you're going to be taking someone that takes minions anyway, it might be amazing. Lucius. Yes. But you have to pick the right minions to yes, get them you, in the yeah, right place. Yeah, and this yeah. is it. There's so much that goes into it. 
And, and that's what puts me off because there could there's a lot see, of moving parts. What I find interesting is that you've used that excuse for this one, but the one where there's also lots of moving parts and yeah. it's awkward that we think you've gone. That's fine. I'll no, take for me, it's, for me, it doesn't yeah. feel awkward exactly. to me. This is, this is probably the joy of manifold. It, it, oh, there's something yeah. for everyone. That's, that's fiddly for me because my crew does these sort of things, but for somebody else, it's like that no, makes perfect sense. I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Which means other people are doing different things because we've had there are a couple on here where we've gone yeah we probably both take that yeah. if that's on there but so there's always a bit of variety. In something that I think is interesting now we've we've already mentioned with strategies before we hated headhunter yeah, yeah. just bum and there's been schemes before that we've gone ugh yeah it comes up nobody ever takes it yeah do you feel that they're getting better. Yeah. yeah, they are. Apart from the two with shitty wording that we couldn't agree on. Yes, right. So, assuming that wording is fixed, this is a really, really good pull. Yeah, yeah. There, there's there, there's as a long couple... as it's clear. I don't really mind about the ones that are unclear. If that makes sense, as soon as they clarify one way or oh, the yeah, other, exactly. them, it's fine, and and they're fine. Yeah. And then this this yeah. pool is the best pool we've had. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, I think that's been true every time they've released a new one. And I think we're doing a very good job of going in the right direction with these. Yeah, they're built off it. And it's not just, it, it doesn't just feel like a response to necessarily what the mess has been before. No, you know, no. It it's feels like, you change. know what, I want to see how, how these kind of crews manage this sort of thing. Let's play with this sort of uh, thing. Potentially. Let's have a scheme, a schemey set of schemes. Or even just to go, look, we're just going to, we're, mo- we're moving the game in the direction we want. And do you know what? You don't have to release new models for that. You don't need to release mm. um, specific things. Like, they, they, you don't have to errata things because things aren't going the way you want. Oh my God, there's too many summoners. Well, rather than erratering and nerfing summoners, we're just going to make, we're just going to change the way you play the game a little yeah. bit. Summoning so isn't as So it's not useful as good anymore. And the fact they can do this, I think, is wonderful. Mm. And I think it speaks a lot to how good Malifaux is as a game. Yeah. In its original design, in the way they've taken it forward, and the way it's progressed and evolved. Yeah. Because you look at 40k from back when we used to play. Mm-hmm. Well, the only way you change how the game is played is by releasing an entirely new fucking edition. Yeah. Which... Or nerfing the shit out of the things that's really good at murdering because it was just mur- it was target acquisition the game with a bit with a side of good movement mm. like yeah the movement phase was the biggest thing in that game yeah as long as you could pick a target well like and that that game never changed until they went and did massive overhauls of rules and the way yeah. it's played now whereas this this you we've been on um, m2e for a while now uh, there are a couple of little rules in M2E I don't like. Mm. Uh, M2E 2.5 would be... Well, M2E point... Whatever. Oh, fuck, that would work. But, like... That <laughs> M2.5E. Yes. Um, would be nice. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Because it would allow you to... Um, maybe tweak some of the rules, like... Fucking height and standing on things and shooting, like... Yeah, there's, there's like some weird all, stuff that doesn't yeah. really work. Simplify that shit... And into just measure horizontally and it's in range or it's not. Yeah. And yeah. A it, little bit of clarification on the order that certain things happen at certain points mm-hmm. yes. would be a, a Netrunner esque flowchart. Yeah. Like I love for these no, I, I know it sounds ridiculous, but <laughs> no, for these no. games I love a flowchart. <laughs> because when someone goes, No, you can go, no, look, one point one, one point two, one point three. Two, right, where are we at the moment? Here. Right, so this happens then, that happens then. It's because... more of a pointed list in your example, but I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it can be arrows. Um, 
Well, we can't visually show the. Error, I'm not a visual so. learner. I like I like a list. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you can do it either way. But like those kind of things are really good. So yeah. yeah so a little bit more clarification on that, and a couple of simplifications yeah. on walls that are bum. And all the zero soulstone upgrades that don't do anything need to go go onto all the cards, so I have less cards floating around. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, I mean, if it's a balance issue, so they ha can have the zero one, but then they can't have another one, that's fine. Then, yeah, but, but if it's just a like the arcanist, uh, like the, yeah, the Oxfordian yeah. mages, it's just a thing they have. Well, yeah. it, it isn't. It isn't. I don't know if you could put that on the card because it's got a thing that says discard this upgrade for an effect. Yeah, once per game. Once per game, you, you may, may do, do this. this. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. Done. Yeah. So overall, this is good. There are none in there that are terrible. Yeah, no, like we have had before. Yeah, there are none in there that have gone. Oh god, I would never take it. No, yeah. there's fringe cases. Yeah, ones where we go. Mm, not sure, but it's, oh it's god, not... I'd have to be in this particular yeah. game in this scenario. In yeah, that yes, there's a couple. I I think uh, doesn't suit me as a player. But yeah. you might at some point go. Oh shit, actually, hang on. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah, that works. There is no headhunter where you're like, oh, let me play in this. I don't want to play this. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, because there's no strategy that's shit. Yeah. And that's a really big bonus. Yeah. Because there's no strategy that's shit. There's no point where you go, ugh, because you're not forced to take it. Yeah. And do you know what? I think out of any five schemes that pop up, you're going to find it quite difficult now to go, oh, I just can't pick anything I want to do. Because you don't get a choice of four, you get a choice of five. Yeah. Um. So, I yeah, I'm really happy with this. And I would suggest it's, everyone uses it. It's, it's again, it's tied in with what they've done with their writers. It's, Adding more flexibility yeah. to the games. Yeah. Got more choice, more open end, which might not necessarily be a positive thing for new players because it might be just confusing again. But I think yeah. it's streamlined a little bit more. That I think these were potentially easier for new players yeah. to play yeah, than schemes the ones that yeah. are in the books because there's no, do I reveal this at the start of the game or not? Yeah. This which is, is an extra decision to make before you even know so, what you're doing really yeah. um, and they seem less fiddly yeah um, and there's only a couple that do seem fiddly and, and, and do you know what if them. you're a new player yeah it, well don't just don't take them don't put them in the pool yeah. There's nothing wrong with manually picking your scenarios. Or you start, start your encounter. Yeah. Well, we we recommended long ago in our How to Get Started with Alpha mm. podcast to to just pick a strategy and then add in two schemes that both players yeah, are, are trying to achieve, yeah. and yeah. then maybe doing that, playing a few of them and getting an idea of how different things yeah. feel, and then adding in things. So yeah. yeah, you don't need to chuck them all them all in. No, yeah, no, um, not at all. I mean, if you're learning on your own. Then maybe just generating a couple. Mm -hmm. um, if you're learning, if you're teaching someone, or you're learning with an experienced player, picking ones that work and are complementary, mm. or going right, we're going to focus on scheme markers today. Yeah, let's yeah. take some schemey ones. Now we're going to kill. Well, after maybe a couple of games are just like kill stuff. Yeah. I think a lot of people are used to playing games where killing stuff is always good. Yeah, yeah. Whereas actually Malifaux goes, oh yeah, you just killed the guy that uh, I wanted you to kill. The sucker is dead. I get points. Yeah, you can't score this thing because you killed everything. Or you just killed everything, but you haven't been doing the other shit. We're always going back to one of the first games we. Played, um, I still remember that you tabled me, but I won that game. Yeah, hmm. and that's the thing with Malifaux. Like you, you can you can lose every single model and win the game. Yeah, yeah, and that's wonderful. Yeah, not for the models, but Aaron, their plastic made it out. Of <laughs> it's fine. But they're lost. You got to buy them again. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was going to say, by tabled, what, what you meant was he flipped the table over and smashed all your models to pieces. No, no, no. He had he had killed all of my things, so they were no oh, longer. Are you not familiar with that? Are you? Yeah, no, oh, okay. I didn't know if you were playing dumb or you were dumb. <laughs> well so played. It's a coin flip. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Then I, does that wrap us up? Yeah. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for listening. We have been the Critical Twits. If you enjoyed that. Uh, then please feel free to like, share and subscribe. That would be amazing. Uh, we're also currently in all of our videos and podcasts. We're asking people for a favour. Uh, those of you that follow the world of YouTube will know that small channels like ours are facing demonetization, which means that we won't get paid for any of the content that we put out. And we don't get paid a lot anyway. Um, but it's, uh, it's something that helps keep things ticking over, helps yep. us buy equipment, yep. helps us um, buy bits and pieces or chuck it towards petrol, to, mm. to events and things like or that. Or every now and again buying Colin a new box to live in. Yeah, yeah. Right. That, that kind of thing. Crackers. We buy a lot of white people. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> kind of going, food, Christmas decorations, <laughs> or racism. That's a complicated word, isn't it? No, yeah. it's just got many meanings. It's inherently complex in and of itself. So we're just asking that if you if you really feel like helping us out and you enjoy what we do, please pop over to YouTube and subscribe. Yeah. Um, we need several hundred more subscribers fairly quickly to, yeah. to keep on making some. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Or if you're interested in like giving us money on a regular basis, let us know. We might set up a Patreon yeah. style. Well, we've thing. been considering it for a while. Yeah. So. That might be our next step. We have no idea if that's something that people would would like to do. So if yeah. if you would let us know, um, and if there's anything particularly reward wise in that respect, you we expect yeah. or hope for. Oh, yeah. definitely, it's actually a good opportunity for people to shape what we do. If they're yeah. like stop to, stop playing video games and do more Malifaux, yeah, then then tell us and we'll we'll do that because we'll, we'll Joe, Joe's going to contribute to our. Patriot. <laughs> don't do video game stuff with us. You do no, sometimes. no. Very good, I'd like to do more Malifaux. Yeah. So if I just put on a load of things going, I'll pay you if you just do Malifaux and Netrunner, <laughs> then I get to participate with cool. all of the things. So thank you very much for listening. I have been absolutely awesome and really funny today. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have been full of my own self-importance and also Brian Ennis. I've been Aaron Ravinsky and equally as uninformed and dull as I usually am. Don't know! No, you can't say that's boring. <laughs> no, none of this false modesty. It's not false modesty. I genuinely am uninformed about Manifold. Yeah, you said you were dull. If you were really dull, I'd just kick you off the podcast. Right? <laughs> and you're Joe. Hi. <laughs> and you have a beard. I, I, we all have beards. It's not a defining characteristic Shh, of me. The it doesn't know. They I do because they commented on it once. <laughs> Yes, and asked us if it was a bad hair, bad facial hair convention. Shit beard pie. Shit beard pie. <laughs> Mine was better. At least it was a bit. Yeah, creative. So uh, we we can't end a podcast. Still, no. Yes, this is this is the ongoing. We're really lonely, and no one wants to go home. <laughs> I'm already home. It's fine. <laughs> we, we just like your home. Yeah, it's nice. It's got a Malifaux board and just me in it now. It's lonely. And a cat. A cat fucking angry cat <laughs> so until next time thank you very much for listening we'll be back soon bye 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 <gasps> just say goodbye <laughs>
representation if you are not white, especially in a war game, as yep. it is. So yeah. having people just literally whitewash their characters <laughs> is, is, is yeah. it could be a point of offence. Yeah. Generally, you do flesh wash because <laughs> you want the deep darker colour on the inside. 